0: convert the fourth down the third down and fourth fourth down and five coming Auburn will keep the offense on
1: Not a whole lot of room given there by the quarterback to Omar but
2: is an Auburn Network production.
3: It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football.
0: It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there. And give him six. Touchdown, Tiger. Puts his foot in the ground, dies for the end zone. Give him six. Touchback
4: and he's going to score.
5: We will,
3: we will, rock you. AHS football on Wings 94.3 is presented by The Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Googe Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High Football, Scott Bagwell.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Crampton Bowl here in Montgomery, Alabama, as Auburn High School takes on the newly minted Johnson-Abernathy Greats High School, the Jaguars, the Jag Jaguars, as formerly the Jeff Davis Volunteers, now going by Jag as Auburn High looks to go back-to-back weeks on the road and pick up Regent victories. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell It Center and Building Supply. Experience and, and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Scott Bagwell here and joining us back from California, Jack Hudden. As, uh, as Jack, last week Auburn got a much-needed victory, but they need to keep the momentum going tonight here in what is – Not only it's a trap game tonight, it's a trap couple of weeks with with, uh, Jag here tonight and then Percy Julian next week.
1: Yeah, another area game that you get Jag tonight. Of course, you mentioned Percy Julian the next week. And then, well, you hit Murderer's Row. You got Ramsey, you got Opelika Central coming up after that. And so this is the time when... You know, you want to call. You don't want to call a must wins this early in the season, but it's getting to that point in time. Now.
0: No, you can stop that because Coach Etheridge stopped me mid-sentence last <laughs> week and said, "No, this is a must-win. Last week was a must-win. This week's a must-win. The next week's a must-win." Ramsey, even though it's non-region, if you're able to win that one, tiebreaker situations could play in. You need a must-win there, and then you get into the big one where you're starting to celebrate, starting to decide who's going to be home and away in week one with Opelika Central, Prattville. So a huge. Well, we started week one saying it's a huge game, so we can't go. It's a huge game. It's huge. Week one through eleven. If Auburn's playing, it's a big game, and so Auburn High School needs to find a way to get the momentum, play well early. We'll talk about that later on with Coach Etheridge as Auburn High School looks to go to three and one and two and one in region play. We'll be back with more. This is the Russell Building Spot down to kickoff on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
3: It's Auburn High game night on Wings ninety four three, and this is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff.
0: This is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Brought to you by Russell Do-It Center and Building Supply. Experience some knowledge from the pros at your hometown, home center Scott bagwell here joined by jack hudden and let's take a look at tonight's keys to the game presented by the Googe performing arts center at auburn university for me it's going to be the offense and, and really in particular the pass game last week auburn did what they needed to do to get the win they knew it was going to be a struggle uh but auburn you know they found a way to be effective enough just five passing attempts three of five 31 yards no picks, no touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over last week at all besides the turnover on downs to start the game. But Auburn needs to find a way to get something in the pass game. Last, year, last week, rather, I put the onus on the offensive line in the run game, and they did that. A 200-yard game ran for about six yards a pop. But tonight, Auburn needs to find a way to get something going with the pass game. Jackson Kilgore is out for an extended period of time, but, you know, The schedule doesn't stop. you got two weeks to kind of get squared away before Ramsey, Opelika, Central. So it it starts this week with trying to get something going, whether it be Henry Allen, Crawford Lothridge, or Max Hammer quarterback. Auburn High needs to find something to get going in that pass game.
1: Yeah, Scott, I agree with you. And I'll, I'll even look for mine on the other side of the ball. Uh, on the defensive end, you know, you're not going to have Ty Hudson tonight as as the Auburn Tiger middle linebacker who's who started a lot of games for you already. And so, you know, you're going to go up against this JAG offense, a lot of RPO, a lot of Um, You know, they give you a lot of different looks. It's going to be a lot different from last week when you play Dothan. What's this Auburn defense looks like without that middle linebacker? Yeah,
0: last two weeks, because even Enterprise, they went two for six for negative three passing yards. Uh, Dothan went three of seven for 67 yards in a pass, and and, and a pick, rather. So, against Hoover, it was 13 of 32. Since then, Auburn, uh, they have seen 13 pass attempts against them, much less – have seen 13 completions against them, so uh, you know the the pass defense has been good. The pass defense gets better with Jalen Davis back, Pete Davis back. Um, but yeah, you're right. The, the middle part of this off or this defense is going to get tested here tonight. The eyes have to be in the right spot. Last week, Jackson Mills, Davis Smith were huge. Both of them had double-digit tackles, and both of them saved big plays. If, if Jeff Davis gets a seam, Auburn needs to make sure that those are 20, 25-yard plays, not 65, 70-yard touchdown plays.
1: Yeah, definitely so. I think I'm looking, you know, I'm kind of honing in on that linebacker spot um, just with the absence of Hudson tonight. But you're going to get probably, it seems like maybe Andrew Hahn going to yep. maybe slide down into the box. And so uh, what is that going to look like? Pete Davis, of course, coming back. That's a big shot in the arm for you that you got. I believe last week, while I was while I was out, I believe you were watching him play last week. Yeah, uh, But uh, yeah, I think you're going to get Andrew Hahn to slide down tonight. And so that secondary may be looking a little bit different from the first part of the season, but uh, should be something that Auburn can work on. Should be pretty well favored in this game at least, but you don't want to come in and yep. lay an egg.
0: Yeah, no, Auburn, uh, get off to a fast start. That's something Coach Etheridge talked about, and that is tonight's Keys to the Game, presented by the Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at dot. Auburn dot EDU as you know it's 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 a this is a difficult place to come in and play well early because the environment's not what you used to. It's a bigger stadium with not as many fans as it want, as as once we're showing up to these games. But uh, Auburn's going to have to find to get ready. Coach Etheridge talked about it, and uh, we'll get that in a couple segments. Like I said, Auburn's not good enough to throw the helmet out there. Auburn needs to show up and be ready to play. When we come back, Jack Uden will take over and he'll take you uh, through what's going on in the world of sports both in state and, uh, and across the country. Here's the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kick off. or will continue in a moment. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic
9: bison southern union students blaze new trails every single day they press forward knowing their su education will lead them to success affordable accessible and locally unparalleled whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from su sec can help you blaze your path three locations dedicated faculty and staff endless possibilities it's all waiting for you at southern union it's time to venture forward
10: register today
3: Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94.3. Glad to
1: have you along for the ride tonight here in the Capital City. Jack Hutton here to bring you a little bit closer to kickoff along with Scott Bagwell. Welcome back to Montgomery, Alabama, inside Crampton Bowl where the Auburn High School Tigers continue that march through Area 2. Got a date tonight with the Jag High Jaguars, and this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Brought to you by Russell Building Supply, experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Tigers looking to put the train back on the tracks after a close loss to Enterprise to start September and then a big double overtime thriller against run-heavy Dothan last week. Meanwhile, the Jaguars looking for that elusive first win of the season. Auburn a heavy favorite in this one, but again, as we learned last week, road games certainly going to be no rest for the weary. With that, let's run you through who else may be on the road tonight in that gauntlet of Auburn in Alabama high school football on the Franklin Tire and Auto Scoreboard presented by Franklin Tire and Auto. East University Drive in Auburn. Beginning in Area 2, it's the top ranked Central Red Devils hosting the 11th ranked Opelika Bulldogs about 40 minutes down the road in Phoenix City from Auburn. Central, with a pretty incredible statistic through three games, the Devils have scored a total of 147 points. That's right at 49 points a game. Meanwhile, only given up a little over 10. And those are not against slouches, folks. Hewitt, Trustful, Enterprise, both have fallen victim to that central attack both of those squads expected to be playoff contenders and possibly even final four names dogs on the other hand they've got plenty of talent however they got big malik autry up the middle and they were able to hang with thompson for about three quarters in that stadium we sit in back in late august so don't completely write off the dogs another big one in area two prattville heads out to the lions den over to dothan and the wolves look to rebound after that failed two-point conversion to win the game over these auburn tigers uh, let's see if we look down the list here Speaking uh well, actually, we've got uh, a little bit more on this Dothan-Prattville game. You, you heard about that last week's Heavy leaners on the Rudd game is Dothan. Auburn gave them a little taste of their own medicine. Hard to know quite yet what Prattville is. Foley handed them a piece to start the year. They'll be back home against Smith Station. Speaking of those Panthers, they'll get Enterprise in a Battle of the Cats tonight up towards Phoenix City. Enterprise holds that five spot right now. They get a big win over Auburn a couple weeks back, but they took one on the chin last week against Central. We'll see how they respond now let's run through the rest of Alabama. Starting towards the coast, we get one of the more intriguing matchups of the week. It'll be Foley and Baker for a top 15 matchup. Number 24, Daphne, travels to Mobile to visit Davidson, who's 1-1 one one after taking down Hillcrest 59-46, but then taking a drubbing against Baker the next week, 66-28. Hurricanes from Bryant High down in Irvington, just west of the Florida Panhandle, they'll get Citronelle. Kane's trying to get above 500 after the loss to Daphne last week. And finally, how about this? Mary Montgomery out of Sims, Alabama grabs a number seven spot in the state after their big win over Foley just a week ago. Vikings are 3-0, and oh, and they'll play host to Fairhope next. Moving right on up to Birmingham, a couple other games in central Alabama. Defending state Thompson High headed down the street to Spain Park. Two wins apiece for those squads. Spain Park dropping last week to Hoover. Speaking of those Bucks, they'll jump over to Vestavia Hills for another Area 3 matchup. Hoover finally got off the mat with a win over Spain Park last week. Quarterback Noah Auerbach has been up and down for the Bucks. Meanwhile, Rebels of Vestavia Hills have polished off a couple of wins and uh, just came up short against Thompson last week. Couldn't punch it in the end zone, and we are beat 21-3. We'll see how they rebound against Hoover. As we run through Area 3 a little bit more, Tuscaloosa County and Hewitt-Trustville will get started. The Huskies open up the season with a loss to Central. They'll have to turn it around against the Wildcats. And to finish it off, it'll be Oak Mountain and Chelsea now flying up very quickly towards Huntsville in Area 4. It'll be Austin and Florence, that one, a top-25 matchup in the state. Sparkman out to a 3-0 start will play Albertville. Bob Jones also winless on the year, traveling to one in and to Grissom to take a stab at the wind column. And then wrapping it all up is the James Clemens Jets taking that aerial attack into the confines of Huntsville High School. Both squads trying to avoid a second loss. I guess we'll say sunny in 72 out here as we get set to go in the capital city at Crampton Bowl where the fourth-ranked Auburn Tigers get set to take on the Jag High Jaguars. We'll have interview with head coach Keith Etheridge and then starting lineups and some final thoughts before we kick off next on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
11: Hey, guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means
1: two things. Football
11: season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs and come visit us on your next visit to the Plains or Eagle.
12: September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
3: It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High
0: head coach Keith Etheridge. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Scott Bagwell here, joined by head coach Keith Etheridge and coach. Uh, back on the road this week at Crampton Bowl, um, another region game opportunity to, to win two road region games in a row in a row. Um, can you just talk about the week that you had coming off that emotional, draining, big time Dothan win? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was a really good
13: win. Um, our kids played really well. Got uh you know we got a, got, got to make some plays right there at the <laughs> end to, to win the game, and our kids stepped up and did that. You know, uh, it's good to have Pete back. Yep. Pete made a huge play right there at the end, him and White, and uh, sort of secured that win for us.
0: Yeah, and I thought um, also Andrew Hahn, I thought he had a really okay. really good game as well. Yeah, he's he's a really
13: good football player. Done a lot for us already this year. Played corner, played outside linebacker. He's going to play some outside linebackers, play some strong safety. You know, we can put him over there and let him run yeah. the ball some. He's he's a really good kid, really hard worker, you know, and I think that uh, he's he's one of those kids that, you know, you just look to make a make a difference.
0: Yeah, and we're about to single out more defensive players. Yeah. Uh, you know, David Smith and I had thought uh, he had a great game. in Double-digit Jack, tackles. Yeah. Jackson yeah. Mills as well. And, and the Jackson big thing Mills is with the safeties – it kept, we've seen it a lot with enterprise when they ran the offense and yeah. the Dothan, it was 60 yard runs. Yeah. It was, it was still 25, 30 yard runs, but there's a massive difference yeah. in having to take a snap first and 10 at the 50 versus first and 10 at the 20, 15 yards going in. Yeah.
13: I'll say this, you know, Jeb Kennedy is one of the best coaches in the state with well, what they do. Yeah. You know, he, he really does a phenomenal job with that. You know, um, he, he, it's like smoking mirrors. Yeah. But it's so hard to keep up with and they do such a good job of, of carrying out their face and you know, um, they're not necessarily blocking you and blowing you off the ball, but they're they're moving you mm-hmm. and, and screening you and those those backs do a really good job. So that's a testament to their coaches down there. They do a really good job.
0: Yeah, uh, on the two-point conversion stuff, I had no idea who had the ball until right before he got tackled. Yeah. I was just looking up and, and saw the false pull, and, and the next thing I know there's a ball carrier walk, running into two different Alton defensive players. Yeah. So, um, you know, credit to, to the linebackers, and also, you know, you had one go down, so somebody has to step yeah. up. And that's – it's tough, period. It's more tough against that offense yeah. because your, your rotation reps are limited in practice.
13: Yeah, because – you only, get, you only get so many reps in practice when you're back up, and, you know, you, you're not seeing all those first reps. Yeah. So you really got to be paying attention to be able to step in and do a good job against the offense like mm-hmm. that. So uh, Jason did a really good job.
4: Yeah.
0: And um, also, you know, you look at the offensive side. You had a bunch of people that had to step up in, in very yeah. weird roles, you know. Yeah. Henry Allen coming in and giving you a spark. Cheetah coming yeah. in and giving you a spark. Crawford came in completed a ball. Yeah. You know Ian having to move positions. Yeah. Uh, Omar stepping up in, in an injured situation. Yeah. Um, so many different people had a, a little bit of a, a factor in in the, in the offense.
13: Yeah, and them doing like you said, different stuff. You know, Henry played like seven plays the other night. You know, which you know we knew coming in that he was a guy that you know. Needed, needed some reps yeah. but we weren't going to give him a bunch of reps you know at the first of the year we were working out with him in the mornings and stuff and trying to get him ready and you know when Jackson went down we sort of said okay here's, yeah. <laughs> here's here we it. go alright we got to get him out of the way so we we'll get him in helmets get him in his helmet shoulder pads and you know get him ready for Friday so you know he stepped up and you know got about 7 or 8 plays but he made the most out of those yep. plays did a really good job and, you know, then, you know, um, we've had, we had uh, Ian come in and play quarterback, did exactly what we wanted him to do, made some reads, I think was two for two, yeah. and then, then threw one, he got a pass from French called late, late in the game. Um, so uh, ran the ball pretty good. You know, I thought he got in down there. Yeah, a close goal call. Line really close. Um, but, you know, like Dothan held us out right there, and um, it was it, it was a really good football game. It's really good test. You hate to see anybody lose that game because their kids fought so hard, yeah. too. Um, but it's really good test for our kids. Our kids, you know, made some plays when we need to make
0: plays. Yeah, and, and now you go against Jag High School, um, and yeah. I'm not taking anything away from them at all, but it went yeah. from, you know, number five, number five, number six in the state to, yeah. to Jag, who's looking to still kind of find their way through the season. How do you make yeah. sure that your team stays locked in going in on the road? Uh, to Crampton Mulberry tonight. Well,
13: right now we're we're not real good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, right
0: now we can't
13: look past anybody. Yeah, cause we're we're banged up, and you know, we're just trying to survive right now. We're doing some different stuff. Um, you know, we're gonna try to play all three of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Guys. I think you know Henry's gonna play. You know, uh, um, you know uh, Max will play. Uh, Lothar's will to mm-hmm. play. Um, so. We're trying to. We're gonna try to get a good look at all those guys yeah. tonight. You know, um, you know, and and Lothridge and, and Hammer, both of those guys know our offense, and they're just they're just young. Yeah, you know, and you hate to throw them in there in varsity games and as tenth graders, and you know, but you know, they got to grow up now because now we need them. Yep. Um, Henry's gonna do a great job for us doing what he does. You know, but he still got. Time, we still got to work on him at yeah. Learning some things He don't know our whole offense Because he wasn't with us During the summer Yeah You know um, We went over Some of those things Those three days weeks We were out there In the mornings You know And there's a lot of things That he did learn uh, But a lot of it Had to do with our running game right. and, and short passing game stuff So extending the ball downfield Is something we got to work on mm-hmm. You know With him um, So And I think that You know It's, it's going to be a It's going to be a situation Where He's going to get better and better each week. Yeah. Those two young kids are going to get some playing time, you know, hopefully in some games coming up, and, you know, and I think they're going to grow and get better. And it's a, it's a good opportunity for a lot of our guys to get it, even on the defensive side. Yeah. Some of our some of those guys who have to step up and play for, for uh, Ty being out um, and some other guys playing some different positions to step up and get some experience.
0: So, uh, against Dothan, I thought you had a really good start. Against Hoover and Enterprise, I thought you could start off a little bit yeah. slow. Is that a key tonight, find a way to, to, to get yeah. something rolling early?
13: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, we knew against Dothan we couldn't start slow. Yeah. Um, but still, they did a great job defensively, too, just bending the not breaking. Mm-hmm. You know, we got into a lot of third and twos and third and threes where we're not in a situation where we really go for it because yeah. their offense is so good that we had to punt, you yeah. know. Um, so they did a really good job with that, and I think that you know tonight, you know we're going to have to do a, a good job of putting ourselves in in position early yeah. to where we can put points on the board. You know, um, you know if if we get inside of the fifty, you hey, know you're in I mean? field goal range. We're in field goal range. That's exactly right.
0: Hey, yeah. was at the end of the dozing game. I was like, if you get to the fifty, yes. you got a shot. I would, that's what
13: we. Were, I was saying over there on the sideline. Yeah. I said I'll have no problem letting him try sixty-five yards. Yeah, none. Yep. No. So, I mean, you know, I, that I, we were going to try. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just we got that pass interference call, and we only had like four
0: seconds. And I'm like, we had 14
13: seconds. Yeah. You know, we, we, we can take a shot and try to get in there and try to give him an opportunity.
0: Yeah. Well, coach, thanks for your time and good luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Go, Tigers. When we come back. We'll have more. You're listening to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff from the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
14: From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Online at auburnbank.com.
8: Come in and get it out of your system The Car Stereo
15: Shop Hey, it's Steve from The Car Stereo Shop in Auburn And yes, we are still in Auburn Right behind CTU Our new address is 1823 Opelika Road Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU And you will be looking at us Newer, bigger, better location But the same great customer service Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road Or call us at 887-8422
9: Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SU SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today.
3: It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Bank starting lineups.
1: It is the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff, and it is brought to you by Russell DeWitt Center and Building Supply experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. And now it's time to look at tonight's starting lineups, and those are brought to you by Auburn Bank. Their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Auburn High Football. For the Auburn Tigers and their starting defense tonight, Marquise Washington, the defensive end at number 10. Deuce White, the senior, up the middle, wearing number zero. Caleb Crawford also up the middle, wearing number 92, the senior defensive tackle. Caleb Pitts on the outside will be the number 11 player. He's a junior. Wyatt Trexler will get the start at linebacker, a senior, number five. No tie Hudson tonight for the Auburn Tigers. We believe that's going to be Andrew Hahn starting in his place, number six, the usual DB. DJ Witcher will be at nickel, the senior, number 13. Pete Davis back from injury last week. He's back again this week, a senior wearing number one. Jackson Mills in the secondary will play that safety spot wearing number three. Davis Smith, the senior, will wear number four and play alongside him. Mike Gunn, also in the backfield at number seven, will be a junior corner. Very quickly on offense for the Tigers, we believe it Henry Allen will get the start at number one. As the quarterback spot, Tyler Flakes, number zero, will get the start at the halfback. Griffin McLean, you're tied in on the evening. Cody Palmer at the H receiver. Ian Nation on your outside. He is uh, wearing number nine, the senior, number eighty-eight. Grip Gibson Luffridge, number the uh, number eighty-eight, the X receiver at left tackle. Clem Walmack, Hugh Boddifred at left guard. Jalen Foster at center. Case Watley at right guard, and Aiden Platt at right tackle. Those are your starting lineups presented by Auburn Bank. We'll take one more break, and when we come back, Auburn High School football on the. Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
16: Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glensmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile.
3: Wings 94 3, WGZZ, and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika.
17: This is Coach Hugh Freeze, and your home for Auburn football, and Auburn Opelika is also your home for classic hits.
3: Wings 94 3. From Wings 94 3 Sports, Auburn High School Football is on the air. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Crampton Bowl here. Scott Bagwell joined by Jack Hutton. Tigers preparing to kick off from right to left out towards uh, Patterson Field. Towns will be will do the honors. Ty Anthony Elmore and Quantavius Rodgers will be back deep for the Jags, and that one will land eight yards deep, as we have seen so many times. In fact, it's it's only been one time that uh, Towns Magoo has not kicked the ball out of the end zone. Then the opponent will take over at their own 20-yard line. Such a benefit for the Tigers to have, to have Towns Magoo kick it off, and it's always 80 yards the other team has to go
1: yeah I'm not sure we've seen a kick return this year and if we have I don't know if I was here for it that's a that's quite a weapon that Auburn has
0: yeah well the only one that it was Dothan to, to lead off Auburn or to uh to um to start the game it was it was uh kicked out of bounds so yeah that was the only time still yet to be a return against Auburn. our Tigers will start out in their 4-3 defense. High snap ball on the ground. Still loose coming in. The ball is still loose. Once again, is it scooped up? Auburn looks like they finally get on it. It was Caleb Pitts who was trying to get a scoop and score. He couldn't get away with it, but the Tigers come away. First snap high over the quarterback's head, and Auburn will take over first and goal at, their, at the six-yard line of Jack High School. That play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone breakfast or Byron's Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone, Byron Smokehouse and Auburn Tradition for over 20 years. Boy, that looked like it hit about seven
1: people yes. before it finally got into Pitts' arms back there. Good play by the Auburn defense, set up
0: very nicely here to go up early. Let's see what the Auburn offense has here in the early going, and it will be Henry Allen in the gun. Flakes lines up next to him. Two tight ends off to the right of Henry Allen, the senior. He gives out the cadence, claps the hands, inside handoff. No, he's going to keep it, follows the blockers, breaks one guy, and he's going to cruise in after breaking the arm tackle at about the five-yard line. Henry Allen from six out, two plays, six points, Tigers. How about that? Kick it off, get the ball right back,
1: and then get your big quarterback in there to run it in. Boy, what a job by this Auburn team. Not even, well, I think we're 15 seconds in now, but not even 20 seconds into this one. Auburn High School's already
0: come down the field, and they punched it in come down the field. They've already kicked (laughs) off, made a defensive stop, took an offensive play. With the help of Towns Magoo, they came down the field. (laughs) And and Auburn now leads 6-0. Towns Magoo on to attempt the BAT. Kick is on the way. Kick is up, and that kick is good. We are, there's 11.44 left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead this one 7-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
9: Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SU SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today.
3: Auburn High School football on Wings ninety four three. Now that's classic.
0: Towns Magoo will kick off for the second time already as he kicked off, kicked the touchback, and then it was a a fumble on the first play of the game, high snap. Auburn finally able to corral the, the loose football, and then Henry Allen on a little... Looked like a little bit quarterback counter from six yards out, broken arm tackle, and ran into the end zone. Magoo puts the ball in the left hash. We'll check both gunners, and now we'll approach. He'll boom that one away, and we'll have said it. We're going to say it a lot this year. That ball is out of the back of the end zone, and that is where the, Jags, the Jag, the Jaguars will take over. We talked to Coach Etheridge pregame about having a fast start, Here's your fast start.
1: That's pretty quick, huh? Yeah. That and it seems like we just got done talking about what a weapon Towns Magoo is for Auburn. We'll get to do it again. 15 seconds into the game here, Scott. Yeah, that definitely a big weapon for the Tigers. See if this Auburn defense can keep up the pressure here.
0: As yeah, and if you're if you're uh if you're if you're the Jags, just get something positive. We'll be tight. Anthony Elmore is listed as an athlete and at quarterback. He's actually was back deep to return kicks. For the Jags, and there was a penalty, first play of the game, and or first play of the drive rather, number eighty for the Jags. Stinson is kind of clapping his hands there, and it will be a negative play for the Jags to get things started here. Five yard penalty. Well,
1: Jag just kind of looks out of sorts to start this. When you get the fumble on the first play of the game, I'm not sure that was Elmore that was out there to to take that snap, but but yeah, here you get a false start by the wide
0: receiver down towards us. Dag has it. Elmore hands it off to his back, who penetration there by Pitts. Trexel shot through. Also in there was Ashton White. There's going to be no gain on the play for the back. I believe that one was Jacoby Johnson or either Skylar Abner. Either way, no gain on the play. Second down and 15 coming.
1: It looked like he had maybe a cutback lane for a few yards there just couldn't keep his footing as he came across about the 15-yard line.
0: Long time for the Jags to get their signals in. 15 seconds left to go on the play clock now as they will break the huddle. It's a two-tight end look. Single receivers on either side. Abernathy are checked out. Yeah, Elmore is in the gun. He's going to – it's a power read. He's going to keep it. He has positive yards. Back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe plus one. Give him a gain of six on the play, third down and nine Coming.
1: Good running by Armonte Graham that time, I believe. The
0: that's the name I heard
1: out there. Yeah, I think that is Ty Anthony Elmore. I think you're right. It is
0: number four who we have down as Ty Anthony Elmore. Well, uh, that's all I got.
1: Whoever it was picked his way nicely through that Auburn defense. Good job, Elmore. I think that was that might have been Lamichael Gunn that came up and helped with the tackle there. Third and nine though sets this Auburn defense up well. Let's see what they can do on this third and long. The,
0: The Donovan Caldwell gives out the, the the signals. High snap taken by Elmore, given to Caldwell. Caldwell going to lose a yard on the play. I'm wondering if there's an injury at quarterback, because the running back looked over, gave the signals and gave the calls and uh, loss of one on that play, and it's going to be punting time for here for the Jags. Yeah, I
1: think you may be right. And, you know, we, we came into this one thinking the Jag was was going to be more of, a, of an RPO team. You get a little bit of an air out. They hadn't done that yet. It's looked like all four plays that they've run have been run plays or at least have been called run plays.
0: As – The Jags will get the punt away. It's not a good one. This is an area where Auburn should have huge success. What Auburn doesn't need to do is is be dangerous, and (laughs) Cheetah Webb sees the ball on the ground, decides to go pounce on it, see if he can make a return. He's going to be tackled at about the 44-yard line going in. So Auburn High will take over there. Hey, man, you can't
1: keep a cheetah from pouncing. Boy, he has on the football quick. I'm not sure that was quite the right decision there by Cheetah Webb, but – has gained a couple positive yards. Halber set up well in
0: good field position. Their
1: own, well, actually the Jack 44-yard line.
0: Allen in the gun coming in with him. as flakes next to him. Two receivers on either side. Allen goes no play. Will now look over, and he'll have to give the calls to Ian Nation. Griffin McLean on the same side. Now Nation goes over. Gibson Lowridge comes in as well as McKinnell. Auburn and gonna Auburn's gonna it. gonna hand it off to Flakes. Flakes good yardage. Breaks one tackle and then gets tripped up. It's gonna be about a gain of nine, maybe ten. They were actually at ten now. As Auburn went with a four wide set, then shifted into that tight look that we've seen the last couple of weeks. Gain of ten by Flakes and a first down. Auburn.
1: You know, if you can run the ball and you don't have to throw a pass, why not? Why not just run the ball all game? Auburn only has two offensive plays and they've each gone for positive yardage for very good positive yardage. See if they
0: continue to just pound away. Pop pass to to Cheetah Webb. Cheetah Webb lets his blockers develop for him across the 20-yard line. That play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years, down to the 19 there, gain of about 15 on the play.
1: It'll go down as a pass for Henry Allen, but like I said, you know, that's just – that's essentially a run where you're just popping it right to Cheetah Webb. He's in the jet
0: sweep motion, and he gets good yardage. It's a pass. That's his first career completion as a, as a varsity quarterback. About it. Allen in the gun, claps the hands inside, give to Flakes. Flakes following his blockers, runs through a couple of guys, now runs over Ian Nation as he will be tackled at about the 6-yard line. Give him 13.
1: Another great run
0: by Tyler Flakes up the middle, finds the holes, able to put his foot in the ground and get north. 8.55 left to go here in the opening quarter as... There's some type of communication going on from the Auburn offensive line to the sidelines. Allen in the gun, claps a hand, and he keeps it once again. Bounces off one guy, bounces off a second guy into the end zone. For the second time in as many possessions, it's Henry Allen from six yards out for the touchdown. Tigers lead 13-0. Just a great job by this Auburn offense.
1: You know, nothing too fancy. They're running right at you. Excuse me, Scott. They did have a pass complete on that drive. You're right about that. But Henry Allen does most of the work getting into the end zone there at the end, and he's able to punch it in. A big body is able to run through some arm tackles and get there.
0: Auburn's looking good early. Towns will go on to attempt the PAT. The snap, the kick is up, and that kick is good. Eight minutes on the nose left in this one. Tigers lead 14-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
7: The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S.
3: AHS football on Wings 94.3. Part of the Auburn Network
0: family of stations. So, Armonte Graham is the normal quarterback for Jag. He's he's out. He's nowhere to be seen on the sideline. So, yeah, what Auburn went through last week and having to figure out what to do without a quarterback, Jag is having to do this week. And, and Auburn defense has not let Auburn, has not let the opposing offense get into rhythm and has a 14-0 lead here four minutes into the game.
1: As you mentioned kind of at the start of the broadcast, you know, I mean, this Jag High School team, it's its its RPO heavy. They like to do some, some passing stuff, and so now they've got to go to a run-heavy offense. And this Auburn line, this defensive line especially, probably going to be a lot more suited to stop that than
0: most. I've never seen four players sent off the field for knees, and Auburn just had more players sent off the field all for knees showing. So... Well, uh, as as now, go. that's going to cause that's going to cause all the yelling to happen on the sideline. Coach Etheridge is going to ha- have that be sent uh, across the board of of hey, you know, pull your pants down, cover up the knees, and, um, and and follow the rules, as that is a state rule. If your knees are showing, you have to vacate the field. Which, hey, I don't have an issue with. It. No, of course not. Not not quite the big times yet, is it, Scott? Well, even then, <laughs> unless you're getting paid a lot of money, I don't know why you wouldn't want to wear knee pads. So, Towns Magoo, once again, will kick off. He will approach. He'll send that one high. Got underneath that one. We will have a return. That's almost breaking news from the two-yard line. Coming up the middle of the field, slipping is the returner who had a little seam there. That was number eight, Rogers, And he will be slipped down at about the 15-yard line, and that is well the Jags will take over. Well, there you go, asking you shall receive. We get a return finally against
1: this Auburn High School kick coverage. Fortunately for Auburn, they're able to defend it pretty well,
0: getting Jag out to about the 15-yard line. We'll see what the Jags – and what Auburn did last year – with, or last week, rather, two receivers, multiple tight ends. That's what that's what the Jag High School is having to do here. Handoff given, and coming through and almost making the play there was slipping through was number six, Andrew Hannes. He bangs the turf upset with himself. Gain of a couple on the play, Caldwell on the carry, second down coming up. Yeah, you got to think this is going to be more run heavy. You know, Jag not very
1: deep on their quarterback depth chart – it uh, looks like you got Ty Anthony Elmore in there playing right now, so gotta think more run-heavy offense is coming. See what the Auburn Tiger defense can do to stop that.
0: Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of guys listed um, at quarterback for this, for this Jag team. I've got two on my roster, yeah, and one of them is Graham, who is out. Also trying to bleed the clock inside of five seconds now on the play clock. Clapping the hand is Elmore. Zone read. Tigers do a good job of collapsing. However, nice run there by the running back for the Jag High School Jaguars. It's coming away with uh, Jermaine – or Jerome Johnson, rather. It's going to set up a third down in about one. Yeah, good job by Kyle King to uh,
1: kind of come in on that ball carry as he comes across the 20-yard line. He does a good job, like you mentioned, of collapsing in. Does set up a third down and short, but a chance to get off the field again.
0: I think the only other quarterback on roster is a freshman. So, yeah, did want to bring the freshman into to this type of situation here. Actually saw him throw before the game. Got a pretty ball. Just wonder if he's been in any big-time right. situations yet. Twins to the left for Jag. And once again, an inside give. Tigers in the up-the-middle do a great job come getting off their blocks. No gain on the play. It's going to be a punting situation now for Jack High School. Andrew Hahn, Amias Greathouse, Marquise Washington, all coming off of that pile as uh, the Tigers. Looks like they're going to get another big third down stop.
1: Just nothing up the middle that time for the Jags. Nice job by that Auburn defense to plug up the middle. The linebackers were able to crash on the gap. Well done by the Tigers. They're
0: about to get it back with about six minutes to go in the first. Now, Jack High School will have to – Send on a couple of guys who were over there by the bench, going over some defensive adjustments. Now, as they got to get the uh, got to get the punt unit all squared away. Two, one. They somehow got everything squared away. End over end kicks going to hit at the fifty and then roll. Webb will take it out about the forty two. Tries to make a guy miss, and there's going to come back even even if Webb's able to get to the sideline, he's not. He will be tackled. It will be 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Looks like Mike Gunn might get called with the illegal block. Auburn will have their worst field position of the night. And on that one, of course, you get the block in the back, and,
1: and that's never a good thing you want to see. But on that one, I think I'd like to see Cheetah kind of come up and grab that one before his turn. I think he was kind of backtracking for a little while and wanting to maybe run behind it and then run up to it. I'd like to see him go get that one. And then try to make a guy miss from I, there.
0: I think that situation is the ball doesn't get to the lights, and so you have a ball with the brick and, and the darkness behind. I don't know that he could ever see it. Heat timeout will, will come right here. 5.22 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers lead 14-0, and they get the ball back. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
8: Experience and knowledge from the pros.
3: Classic hits and Auburn High School football. Wings ninety four three.
0: Five twenty two left to go here in Montgomery, Alabama. Tigers lead fourteen to nothing over Jag. As Auburn is, is they are the recipient of a, a banged up Jag high school football team here tonight without their quarterback and. Uh, Right now it's feast time, and Auburn looks like they might be able to go simple simple, really on offense and, and, you know, let this offense grow as you still get quarterbacks kind of used to everything that's going on. Henry Allen in the gun, quick throw out to Ian Nation. Ian Nation has the catch, and he will get spun out of bounds at about the 40-yard line, an actual true pitch and catch there, gain of about six on the play, second down and four coming. Scott, I think what might be good for this Auburn high
1: offense is, is to, if, if you're going to go conservative, sure, that's one thing. But, man, I'd, I'd
0: like to see him get a couple of those reps in of those passing well, routes. Get the score up, and then you can yes. throw it. Allen in the gun, and a little bit too hot to handle. He's going to spin around now, looks looks upfield trying to find a way to get whatever he can, and, and that's exactly what happens. It's going to be a loss of one on the play, sets up a third down and about six. That one just high and a little bit to the right, and Allen not able to bring it in. Yeah, it's a loss of one, but it's actually a good decision,
1: I think, by Allen when he picks it up. He kind of rolls out to the right. I'm not sure if he looked to pass and then thought, and hey, maybe I'll just tuck it away, but he gets north and south. That's what I liked about that one. He's able to get
0: close enough back to the line and his third and intermediate. Auburn will, will send four receivers out. Ian Nation and Daryl Gibbs to the left. Off to the right is is uh, Griffin McLean and Cody Palmer. Omar Mapson, first time we've seen him tonight, lines up next to Henry Allen. Allen has it, climbs up in the pocket, doesn't like what he sees, so he takes off. Looks like he wanted some hitches on the right side. Didn't like it, so he decides to tuck and run across the 45-yard line to the 46-47-yard line. Gain of about nine on the play, first down Tigers. That's good vision by that first baseman down there playing, playing third little baseman, quarterback. Whichever one you want to call it. Just played <laughs> first, third, played some outfield. They're going to mark it at about the 46-yard line, first down Tigers. They'll put it at the 47, give them nine. Two-by-two look, and Auburn wants a little quick screen to Palmer. Palmer tries to get a block, not able to. No gain on the play. Going to bring up a second down and ten.
18: Yeah,
0: just a little screen over
1: to the far side. Palmer looked like if he could have made a guy miss, could have picked up some good
0: yardage, but nice job by the Jag defense to get over there and swarm on him. So Auburn converts their first first down of the night. Couple of plays ago, Auburn coming in on the year 47% on third down. That highlighted by the 12 of 19 at night at Hoover in game one. Allen in the gun, hot snap once again gives it to Maps and Maps and bounce off a couple of guys. Now get some blocks as he'll go down wow. the sideline. He makes a safety miss. He was going for a kill shot. He's going to be knocked down at about the 34-yard line. Gain of 13 on the play. Maybe more because I, I can't remember if the ball was on the other side of the 50 or not. It was. So gain of 16 on the play, first down, no more maps. Boy, that,
1: that's just a really nice run by, by a sophomore. It's great vision. He's able to not see that it's up the
0: middle, so he bounces it outside, then he runs through some arm tackles to pick up a lot of yards. Allen in the gun, and he's going to fake it to Omar. Now keep it and follow. Going to break one tackle, break a second tackle. <laughs> oh, he's going to carry about five, six, seven guys all the way down to the 10-yard line. Gain of 24 on the play. Holy cow. That's going to make the yards after contact go up. That makes the yak go up a yeah, little bit does. there. As that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, with Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Tigers 2-for-2 two two on the night. Came into the season with seven red zone trips, five touchdowns, one field goal, and one time stopped at the one-yard line. Allen in the gun once again, claps of hands, gives to Omar Mapson. And Mapson and right up the middle is going to be cut down just shy of the five-yard line, gain of about four on the play, second down and goal coming from the six. 2.05 left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead 14 nothing even in the plays where Jag feels like they have some success, Auburn's still picking
1: up yards on the ground. That's four yards there on a play that Jag thought they had pretty well read.
0: Sweep given to Mapson on the right side. Got the corner. He is in from this time. Well, what do you know? From six yards out. It's a three-peat, three six-yard touchdown runs for the Tigers to start the game, and Auburn leads this one, 20 to nothing. PAT pending. Good blocking over there by Aiden Platt, the right tackle. He's able
1: to get out in front and make a way for his running back. Also, I believe it was, was that Hugh Botiford over there that yeah. was pulling with that? Kind of a, not really a student body right, but just a sweep right.
0: Omar Mabson able to take it into the end zone close to that pylon over there. So the Tigers lead this one 20 to nothing with the PAT coming kick is up and that kick is good 146 left to go here in the opening quarter we'll take this break as auburn leads by three touchdowns you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic
18: my joints aren't what they used to be routine exercise playing ball outside with the kids riding bikes on vacation i never worried about keeping up but now my joint pain has started slowing me down i decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today.
3: The Eagles, Def Leopard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94.3
0: Welcome back to the Capital City. 21-0 Tigers lead here. Three six-yard touchdown runs by the Tigers have given them that that margin margin right now. Henry Allen with two of them. Omar Mapson with the other. Henry Allen, those are his second and third touchdowns of the year. For Omar, those are touchdowns number three and four. Towns Magoo, ball teed up on the left hash. Last time out, kicked the ball down to the two-yard line. It was a surprise. I think he got mad, so he decides to kick <laughs> this one eight yards deep, and that's where Auburn High School will take over. Yeah, a little bit extra put into that one after he actually had to play defense yeah. on the last one he kicked. Yeah. Well, so we've talked about the the weapon that he is, and, and if you look at it, last week Dothan started at their own 23-yard line. Enterprise had field possession battle the whole game, and and uh, but against Hoover, Auburn won it. And then tonight, it hasn't even been close. Auburn's taken over at the six, the forty-four of Jag, and also their own thirty-four. It's been inside the twenty are inside in all four possessions here for Jag High School. Once again, coming in, it's going to be Elmore at quarterback, as as he is not the normal one, but he is the one getting the start here tonight. Stretch handoff, hello. As Auburn has a runner coming all the way through, coming free, and and making that play there is the D-lineman, number nine, Ashton White, who beat the block right off the bat, loss of about four on the play. Great play by Ashton White. I think D.J. Witcher
1: may have been in there as well. Boy, just a good job. This Auburn defense swarming to the ball,
0: as we've become accustomed to over the past few years. And if you're – if you're the Jags, you're going to let this thing roll down as much as you can, just kill as much clock as you can. Giving the calls is Donovan Caldwell, the, re- the running back, a 5'8", 175-pound junior. Now more will have it, and it's a give-off once again to Caldwell. Caldwell looking to bounce free and coming free and having outside contain. Wyatt Trexler, another tackle for a loss on the play back to the 12-yard line. There's one of our keys to the game there, Scott, of the linebacker
1: play for this Auburn squad. You know, you don't have Ty Hudson tonight, but Wyatt Trexler certainly a worthy a worthy adversary for any opponent. Andrew Hahn's been in a few
0: tackles tonight. Once again, that swarming defense is just creating havoc. We'll see if, if, uh, if Jag wants to just drop back and maybe chunk it up with this one-on-one coverage or, or if they stay the course and just run the ball. Elmore in the gun goes no play, looks over to the sideline. Eight, seven seconds left to go, going to have to go quick. Now the running back will go next to the quarterback, Elmore. claps the hands, just gets rid of it, and drops back, wants the hitch, has his receiver, making the catch on it is number eight Rodgers, but seeing the play and coming up and driving on it is number seven, Mike Gunn. Gunn, who made his present stone with his play against Hoover, steps up right there with his 21st tackle of the season, and that is how the first quarter comes to an end. 21 nothing, all Auburn, all the time here in quarter number one. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
17: It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity plus reliable support that's always on call.
7: ABS of Auburn, how may we help
10: you?
17: Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today.
10: Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile.
3: Your hometown station for Auburn sports,
0: Wings 94.3. Punting time here for Jag High School. Webb sits back at his own 36-yard line. High snap. Auburn comes after it. Loose ball recovered in the end zone for the touchdown. Caleb Caleb Pitts comes off the edge, and Auburn recovers the fumble in the end zone. And it, just like that, it is 28 to nothing with 11.54 left to go here in the second quarter.
1: Auburn gets a little bit of a gift there, a high snap. Caleb Pitts able to just come off the edge over there as a rusher. Don't think he really expected to be very close to the ball on that one, and all of a sudden, it's in his hands for a touchdown in the end zone. And I was getting ready to say, Scott, that you want to see this Auburn offense, as they get a lead more, start to work on some of the, the components of their offense they may not have to move yeah. it forward if they keep scoring like that
0: 27 nothing tigers lead Towns Magoo approaches and he drills that one through the uprights 11:54 left to go here in the second quarter tigers now lead 28 to nothing we'll be back in 30 seconds you're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic
19: Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace
3: is the place with the helpful hardware folks. AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations.
0: Welcome back. We'll give, we'll give some scores to you as some of them are starting to roll in. As Townsend Goo will kick off for the fifth time. Yeah, fifth time. I've lost count. Well, I do know that one of those was actually returned in that one. because Gosh. 14 yards deep, and the end zone is only 10. So that'll be a touchback. There's some big games going on. Hoover, Vestavia, that's a big game. 3 nothing, Vestavia leads that one. A minute and a half left to go in the first quarter. Auburn has, to, for tiebreaker purposes, Auburn has become a Hoover fans. So that would be a big win for Hoover if they're able to get that one. I saw uh, it was Thompson up big early and also Enterprise up big early on Smith Station. Dothan up 8-3 to three over Prattville. This course brought to you by Franklin Tyron Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza.
1: Got a few more for you, Scott, too. Dothan and Prattville. Dothan up 8-3 to three in the first quarter. Enterprise all over Smith Station. 14 nothing. That one just underway in the second.
0: High snap. The quarterback keeps this one. pitched, trying to keep outside contained. Pete Davis comes up and makes the tackle. No gain on that one second down and 10 coming
1: Boy, the word is swarmed by this auburn defense and every time they get a chance boy they're taking their licks on on some of these some of these jag high school players great job by the defense though Running over a couple more, Scott. Down south, you got Foley and Baker. Foley on top of Baker, 14-7. Vestavia Hills and Hoover, I believe you mentioned, of course, 3-0. Thompson, way over Spain Park, 14-0.
0: Caldwell in the gun. It was a straight Wildcat look. That one over his head, and Jag jumps on it, and they recover it at the 10-yard line. Big third down, a long-distance third down coming. Difference there. Uh, Ty Anthony Elmore, the athlete who have been playing quarterback, is at 6 Caldwell 5-8. 4 inches of difference that one almost goes right over his head. Third down and 20 coming up. For Jag, they've had a third down of 9, 1, 17 and 20 to go here as, you know, it's a tough spot when you don't have your quarterback. Auburn struggled with it last week and and they had you know, they had three or four on roster. Jack has one more and it's a freshman. So no listed quarterbacks on the uh, on the roster that are above a freshman. Caldwell, once again, high snap. He's going to hand it off inside as Johnson's going to be spun down. And the, the issue now against this, uh, this this is not the defense you want to be one-dimensional against. Big loss on that play. It's going to be fourth down and and, and long, long from about the six-yard line. Fourth down and about 23.
1: Well, you... You tip your hat to the Auburn defense if you're if you're jagged because there's really nothing you can do on offense. If you, if you don't have a, an RPO, if you don't have a quarterback that can throw, this Auburn defensive line has just stepped up and, and has made the plays they need to with a one-dimensional offense. Well,
0: then you're, you're linebackers and everybody gets to creep. You're squatting on everything. They're not threatened about it. Um, so it's just it, it, it's a tough spot. Three seconds, two seconds, one second left to go as – to save the delay of game, Jag will take a timeout. 28 nothing. Tigers lead here, 9.30 left to go in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
3: The Beatles, the Stones and the Tigers play here.
0: Wings 943. 9 30 left to go here. Tigers once again should have great field position already leading 28 to nothing. Cheetah stands at the 30-yard line and Auburn almost got that almost got the blocked punt. And that one is going to hit and roll, and Auburn Cheetah wants to return it so bad. <laughs> Auburn will take over at the 31-yard line. Yeah, Cheetah pokes his head in just yeah. about every ball that's he rolling towards him. He wants ball. his hands on the ball so that he <laughs> can, so that he can return it. Crawford Lothridge will step into the game, and this might where you see Auburn might decide to. Uh, to to throw the ball a little bit here, Lothridge in the gun next to him is flakes, Nation and Gibson into the or Nation and Gibbs to the left, Palmer and McLean to the right, and flag comes as there will be a pre-snap penalty. Yeah, just a lot of frustration by the Jag players.
1: You can tell defensive tackle it looks like Cortez Collins got a little antsy there on offsides and teammates. Probably not the nicest things to say to him down there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it kind of – it's just – it is what it is. Two-by-two set here for the Tigers. Lothridge in the gun as there's still a lot of communication going on between center and O-line. Lothridge has it, drops back, wants the out route and just underthrows him. Was looking out there trying to find number nine, Ian Nation, incomplete pass and that will bring up a second down and five.
1: Would have been a really good throw if he could have hit him. That's a tough pass across the hash you're going and the out route towards the sideline. Not impossible, put a little bit more air under. I think he's got it
0: there, but, yeah, again, just a, t- a tough pass to make. Two-by-two two set once again. Crawford has it, drops back, wants a screen. Has his receiver breaking into the open field. Griffin McLean, first down yardage. And with that play, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for how long, Jack? Over 30 years. Over 30 years. Over 30 years, man. <laughs> first down yardage across to the 18 as the Tigers are in the red zone. They have converted three of them for a three six-yard touchdown runs. So let's see if Auburn – Can make it four, four type of six-yard touchdown conversions here. Lothridge in the gun, inside give, lowering his head and running his flakes. Flake's going to be down close to the ten. We'll see if they give him the ten, and they do gain of eight on the play. There's another hole by that Auburn offensive line. I
1: I think definitely going forward, it looks like Auburn's trying to not just kind of run this out and say, okay, let's get out of town. It is a let's run our offense and try to
0: get better when we can. We're up by a lot at, at this point in time. It's some practice. Reps. Let's get reps and do what we need to do. Yep. Two by two set here. Glafleridge has it and spins out and hello, oh, goodness gracious. He was looking for somebody to come free, and he got a shoulder pad right in the ribs. Incomplete pass, third down and two coming up. Yeah, that's big Eric Watson, the linebacker, coming through there. Six-foot 180,
1: bearing down on him. Looked like a bigger guy than that when he hit him. That's a big hit that Loverich takes. I think he was trying to hit. Was that Ian Nation over there that he was trying he was, to either
0: Ian or it was Daryl on the far side. Ian Nation, solo receiver off to the left side. You got Gibbs to the right along, Cody Palmer, Griffin McLean, the tight end steps back now, inside handoff, and Auburn's going to be short there on the line to gain. The give went to flakes. He got to the one, That's going to or the ten rather. That's going to be a gain of one, fourth down and two coming up. Tigers miss on that third down conversion. We'll see what Auburn wants to do here, if they want to go for it on fourth down or not. You have to imagine you'd go
1: for it here. I mean, up 28 to nothing, and – Really nothing to lose down here. You'd like to keep
0: working on your offense, so you sure why not. Gibbs the solo receiver off to the right. Tigers go no play. And guess what? Tigers get a freebie. Auburn goes jet sw- or jet motion, no play, and Jeff Day are uh, the Jag High School Jags are showing their frustration there on the all on the offside as Auburn converts the fourth down. That time a few defensive
1: linemen jump offside just about at the same time. Wonder if the snap count. Just had something to do with that. I
0: imagine you'd get a heavy dose here of maybe a Tyler Flakes. Well, we got to lose a yard to get to the six. Lothridge in the gun, claps a hand, drops back, looks to the near side, almost throw a pick. Incomplete. Gibbs does a good job of breaking on that one and going to uh, make sure that's broken up. Nice defensive play there by number 19. Kingston Young, the DB, broke on it. If Daryl Gibbs doesn't isn't alert to that one, that could have been uh, pick a uh, pick six.
1: Yeah, and what you don't like about that one from Crawford, Crawford Lowridge, And by the way, Max Hammer, I believe, into the game now for the Tigers.
0: Yes, Max Hammer. So Crawford Lowridge and Max Hammer, both sophomores, and, and Max Hammer will have it. Drives back, wants to fade route to the back out to the near side. Once again, looking for Daryl Gibbs as it has turned into a. Gibbs versus Young matchup here, incomplete once again, third down and five coming.
1: That's a couple – it's kind of almost the same play, not quite, but it's a comeback route where it looks like Gibbs is over there. He's fighting with the corner. The corner is able to step up and kind of read what's going on. Again, like you mentioned, if he reads it just a little bit sooner, that's a pick six, and that's something that Auburn quarterbacks can learn on in the film. So, on one hand, maybe a good thing. On the other
0: hand, you certainly don't want to see it very often. Well, tell you what's going on on the sidelines right now with the quarterbacks after this play. Henry Allen into the gun, the tight set. He's going to have it roll out. Look to the flat. Has his receiver into the end zone for the touchdown. Tyler McKennell from five, not six yards out, and Auburn leads this one 34-0. Touchdown number three on the night for Henry Allen. Boy, and isn't that nice to see Henry Allen, a couple
1: rushing touchdowns already tonight. Now he's got him a passing touchdown. Well, I'll tell you what, if Henry Allen can develop the passing game that Auburn wants to be able to run, Auburn may have him a
0: gem at quarterback. Well, all he needs to do is beat Tim Tebow, be able to throw the short stuff, play action a little bit. As Towns Magoo. We'll be on to attempt the PAT. With seven minutes left to go, the Tigers lead 34, make it 35 to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Tigers rolling here in the capital city. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
5: Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today.
3: The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings,
0: 94-3. 7-0, or, sc- or 7 nothing. There's seven minutes left to go here in the second quarter, which is brought to you by Troy Bank & Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, or with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need, bringing you the action tonight here in the second quarter. And then the Tigers have punched two touchdowns here in the second quarter. That one will land, oh, ho-hum, 10 yards deep. This second quarter, again, brought to you by Troy Bank & Trust, started with a, a punt, which ended up being a touchdown for the Tigers. And once again, for the Sixth time, Jag will take over uh, either at their 20 or inside of it, and they have yet to get a first down on the night. Jack, it's been dominance by this Auburn High School team.
17: Yeah, and we
1: talked about, you know, these next two games for Auburn, they kind of feel like trap games are sandwiched between a big Dothan game, and then you get the big stretch of Ramsey, Opelika, Central. Well, Auburn's come out and they've taken care of what they needed to tonight against this Jag team who admittedly is down on offense
0: like a new name in at quarterback trying to get the number to you and he's gonna keep it try to get around the edge and he will not be able to get to the edge that is the freshman Tremaine Petway. loss of one maybe two on the play
1: interested to see if Jag does throw the ball here with Petway out there kind of like okay well the future is now let's run our offense let's get our passing game back into the back into rhythm here with the freshman quarterback
0: interesting to see how he does What I am interested is, is with this if Auburn's able to make it 42 nothing maybe more going into half will we see a running clock in the second half or fourth quarter In the in staying in the game is Petway 6 foot 185 a freshman has it drops back wants to go route has a receiver just a little bit outside Mike Gunn was the was the player in coverage, and that one just kind of drifted out, and out of bounds on Petway, looking for number 18 there, Keelan Thompson. Actually, I don't think that's 18 because Thompson is a D lineman. However, Rodgers is an athlete, and uh, he had a step on on Gun. Uh, did did Rogers? But just a little bit out of reach and third down and twelve coming now.
1: It's a pretty ball by Petway. It, it, it's a pretty ball in the air. It's just yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, it's just a, drifts a little too far out of bounds for the receiver to be able to make a play on it.
0: As Pet and this, there's a timeout coming for Jack High School. Two seconds left to go on the play clock. Six oh six left to go here in the second quarter. We'll take it with him. We'll be back in thirty seconds. Tigers lead thirty five nothing. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic
9: inspired by the bold bison southern union students blaze new trails every single day they press forward knowing their su education will lead them to success affordable accessible and locally unparalleled whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career a degree from su sec can help you blaze your path three locations dedicated faculty and staff endless possibilities it's all waiting for you at southern union it's time to venture forward register today
3: Auburn high school football on Wings ninety four three. Now
0: that's classic. I think we're starting a heat timeout, but we're we'll keep it with them. We're we'll keep it here thirty five nothing Tigers lead, and Auburn got a gift with Jag not having their quarterback. You know Auburn was already given an advantage, but again to be fair, Auburn was at that disadvantage last week. We don't know the situation. With Armonte Graham, um, I can tell you that it was so surprising. The PA announcer announced the first couple plays here as Graham, the quarterback, but uh, he's not in the game. Auburn has taken advantage. They have kept uh, uh, Jack to to negative yards. Uh, I know you're keeping up with it over there, Jack. And uh, the numbers. I mean, the score is 35 nothing halfway through the second quarter. So you knew it's going to be it's going to be you know kind of one sided. But the stats show that.
1: Yeah, they really do. I mean, the Auburn offense came out of the gate running up the middle and, and really having their way with Jag. 83 rushing yards, 21 passing yards. That's a total of 119 yards through a quarter and a half. On the other end, Jag negative 18 rushing yards, only two passing yards. That's negative 16 total yards. Just a huge swing, obviously.
0: Two receiver, two tight end set here for Jag. It is a And Petway will have it drop back. And trying to flow an out route, Jackson Mills drives up on it, almost comes away from with a pick. Auburn got some pressure there. Looked like, once again, it was Ashton White. Also, looks like Jace Williams was adding some pressure. Petway wanted to – I think he wanted an out route, uh, but he ran rolled into some pressure. Incomplete, almost a pick for Mills, who had to pick six against Hoover, which really helped set the tone there. And Jag now 0 for 5. Actually, they are 0 for 6 on third downs here in the game.
1: Yeah, I definitely think the pressure got to Way that time. Maybe the freshman got a little bug-eyed with them back there. Uh, Threw it up for grabs. He'll learn about that one moving forward, but
0: almost a pick for the Auburn defense. Line drive punt and Cheetah Webb at the fifty will take it actually at about his own forty four yard line looking for some help. Makes two three four guys miss. And all in end is going to be a gain of about two. And there is a late flag back at about the thirty yard line, a good twenty plus yards away from the play. We'll see what the flag is and where this puts Auburn as far as field position wise.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it initially, so I'm not sure if it happened right when it right when the punt left. Looks like a it's going to be a clip be on Auburn, so it'll be 10 yards yeah.
0: from where this, the punt was recovered. So Auburn will have it inside their own 40. They will mark it at the 40, 39, 38-yard line. So that's where Auburn will take over at the 38-yard line. Four possessions, four touchdowns for the Tigers of Auburn High School. Your quarterback into the game, Crawford, Crawford Lothridge. Next to him is Omar Mapson. He has Ian Nation, a solo receiver, off to the left. Griffin McLean, the tight end to the left as well. His brother, Gibson Lothridge, one of the receivers to the near side along with Cody Palmer. 35-0 Tigers lead here, 5.48 left to go. Palmer in motion, gets the pop pass, looking for a block, gets it outside. Hugh Botiford trying to get out there. Omar trying to get in front of Cody. Cody, too fast for him, though, gets out to about the 50, gain of 12 on the pop pass from Lothridge to Palmer.
1: I like the patience that time by Cody Palmer. Kind of picks his holes. Was going to go around the end, it looked like, but a nice job out there, I believe, by the left tackle. That's Clem Womack blocking out on the outside, and uh, Hugh Botiford over there as well, open up that lane.
0: Three receivers in a bunch set to the left. That's Nation, Palmer, and McLean. Gibson Longridge or Lothridge rather is the solo receiver to the right, he is also bunched in a condensed look. Inside give to Mapson. Mapson puts his foot in the ground, runs over one guy. The second, third guys, though, they're able to bring him down. Gain of six on the play. Second down and four with five minutes even left to go here in the second quarter. 35 nothing. Tigers lead. Another tough run by Omar Mapson just up the middle.
1: Yeah. Grinds his way out for about six yards. It's it's more of the same from this Auburn offense of they're just giving Jag their medicine right now.
0: Lothridge in the gun. Two receivers to each side. Lothridge and Palmer to the right. McLean and Nation to the left. Crawford will have it. He'll drop back looking for the corner. Has Palmer open and overthrows him by a couple of steps. And that'll bring up a third down and four. Just a little smash concept a corner with a post or corner with a speed out. And Crawford just overthrows him, incomplete, third down and four coming. Even though probably not supposed to, Crawford Lothridge, I'm going to start calling him Crawford because his brother Gibson Lothridge is on the field as well. And they, Lothridge to Lothridge, if we'll get a touchdown, I'll give you that call. But it's it's Crawford and Gibby at the moment right now. 432 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 35 to nothing, third down and four coming. Crawford has it, wants, a will, wants the uh, – Wants the mesh rail route as he was looking, and it was a blitz, and he had to get rid of it to Omar. Omar caught it, and held on to it. He started or on offsides. It will be a false start. The white, the right guard jumped. See what Auburn wants to do here on fourth and ten.
1: You know, I, I think you just, and I think they're going to send the punt. What they do, well, now, I think. I think
0: the thing is, you don't give no, no chance for momentum. Punt them deep. Hmm. Piction and Auburn has to punt for the first time here tonight. Yeah, it's an it's a different being able to get down and down it, and it will be a touchback. Another one that one that Towns did not want, and it will be first down and ten coming for Jag.
1: And that's another skill that you want your punter to have, you know, not just a big leg, but the accuracy to be able to put it. You can
0: a delay of game because. Jag did not have the full eleven. They were missing a right guard. Hard to play without one of those. Yeah. And the other thing is, is your lineman recognize that immediately. Sec or first down and fifteen coming from the fifteen here for Jag. Two running backs in the shotgun set. High snap over the quarterback's head. Is it going to be a safety or a touchdown? It will be a safety. as that one went right over Caldwell's head. It is a safety, and Auburn leads this one 37 to nothing.
1: Andrew Hahn might get the credit for that one, but, yeah, that's just a fumble that Jag has to go back and fall on. And and this turns a little bit uglier here, Scott. 37 to nothing now. Auburn going to get the ball back with about 3.10 left to go before half.
0: And then you look at your quarterback and you say, protect the ball and let's go down. The, and, and you probably – you might, you probably send word over to Jag, and I, and, I, and I'm pretty sure Jag knows what's going on here. They know Auburn is, you know, Auburn is dealing without a quarterback, and they they have to find a way to get something going. So they're going to have to throw the ball. This isn't a running the score up. This is a hey, we get a chance to work on some things, and we, we can't just sit here and run the ball every single play. We need to work on throwing the ball. So, you know, we'll see what Auburn wants to do here. Thirty-seven, nothing, Tigers lead here. Three ten left to go in the second quarter. Um, you know, there's there's big games going on all over the state. Fairhope and MGM, one of them, seven to seven. The winner of that game has a has a big claim for the winner down there in Region One. Fairhope has been the best team in that region pretty much since McGill tulin went down to um went down to six A. And speaking of six A, Saraland and Spanish Fort on the Hill, a massive game. The Spartans twenty eight nothing. After one quarter of play, boy, they're good. They, they are, are good. So Sarah Lynn good. has
1: got so much talent down there.
0: As that free kick is delayed, not really sure why.
1: Scott, going back to your point about you know throwing the ball, open it up, trying to get reps. Every throw that you miss now, if you're if you're Crawford Lowridge, if you're Henry Allen, if you're Max Hammer. I mean, every throw that you miss, no, that's not what you want to see. But it's something you can at least go back on film and look at. You can get another rep in it. I mean, it's all about creating some chemistry, some consistency here. And, you know, every time you fail, you get better. But every time you, you succeed, you get a little bit of confidence in it. So I'd like to see Auburn keep throwing the ball.
0: The freshman Petway is also the kicker, as that one is just towed. Cheetah Webb will have it. Going out at about the 41-yard line, looking for a block, not able to get one. However, he decides to try to win with speed to the edge, not able to do so. Auburn High School still have good field position, takes over at their own 48-yard line. Cheetah wants to house call a kick so bad. (laughs) He wants – no, erased the kick. He wants a house call. Yeah. (laughs) Tigers take over 52 yards away from Paydirt.
1: Looks like Max Hammer's coming back in.
0: Hammer will be the quarterback. So, Hammer and Lothridge both almost threw ninety-plus yard pick sixes. They both came over and had to have a long conversation with Keith Etheridge after those throws. Jet sweep into the near side. Ian Nation has it. Tried to get to the outside, breaks a tackle at the fifty. Will go out of bounds, and Auburn High will have a good first down play, as that will be a catch for Nation out to about the forty-six yard line, gain of about eight on the uh, six on the play. Second down and four coming.
1: That'll go down as a completion. Something that Auburn's going to do, I think, a lot moving forward this year is that little pop pass to those fast guys, get them out in a jet sweep sort of motion. See what Auburn chooses to do. About three minutes left to go. They're on the Jag side of the field now. So do they try and do they try and kind
0: of get more aggressive here? Palmer in motion, inside handoff to Flakes. Flakes runs hard. Gets close to the forty-yard line. He will have his first down yardage on second down and four. Ends up picking up about ends up picking up about five first down. Tigers. Another big hole there by the Auburn
1: offensive line. Two and a half minutes, forty-two yards away. Boy, you'd love to see Max Hammer complete an intermediate pass somewhere. Get some confidence.
0: First down and ten. Palmer in motion. Hammer, claps the hands, will drop back, wants to speed out to Palmer. There Palmer it drops it.
1: Well, if you're Max Hammer, that's a good ball. He, he hits Cody Palmer in stride over there in the middle, green grass ahead of him. Cody Palmer just took his eyes off of it. I think he wanted to run for a touchdown before he caught it. So if you're Max Hammer, that's success. That's a success. You hit your receiver and you do a good job
0: of it. Your receiver's just got to make the play. Hammer in the game. Blake stands to his right. Check that. That's Cheetah next to him. Speed motion, play action. I think there was a some type of mix up there. Hammer tries to make the best of it as he can. Ends up gaining one, maybe two on the play across the 40. Actually, now give him maybe four or five on that play. Third down and about five coming. I think he got hit. About the forty one
1: yard line and carried a defender about three or four more yards down the field. That was it was impressive watching Hammer. I didn't think he was gonna get back to the line of scrimmage. I
0: didn't know if I mean the way I don't know if that was supposed to be a read, a fake, and, and or what, but either way Auburn gets five on it, third down and five coming. Hammer in the gun. Two by two set. Hammer claps a hand, has it, drops back, looks at Nation, not there. Now getting happy feet in the pocket, pulls it downs and runs, low, lowers his shoulder, gets first down the yardage to about the 31-30 yard line, gain of six, maybe seven. Tigers convert the third down.
1: Good decision. Nothing there, so he's able to take it right back up the middle. He's able to get first down yardage across the 35-yard line a minute and a
0: half here, so let's Now Auburn's got to go. Auburn needs to go into kind of a hurry up. I was just going to say that. You're, You're in field goal range. You have your three timeouts, but this is where you want to see your quarterback kind of handle everything. Hammer in the gun, a quad set to his right. McLean goes over in motion. Now Cheetah comes back with him as well. One minute left to go. Hammer will have it. He's going to hand it off to Webb. Webb trying to get outside, and Webb will be taken by the collar and will be tackled back around the 38-yard line. We'll see what Auburn wants to do with 45 seconds left to go and counting, no timeout right now. Tigers lose big yardage on that one.
1: And as aggressive as Cheetah Webb is in the backfield and as dangerous as he can be, that's not a great decision by him to kind of go backwards as he was able to – as he was trying to get around the end over there want to see that go north and south, or at the very least, you want to see it go north or east and west. I want to
0: see Auburn go faster here. 20 seconds left to go, two-by-two look here for Hammer. Hammer claps the hands, play action, drops back, looking for the post. Has him inside, almost picked off there by the safety. However, it's caught there by, uh, guess who, Ian Nation. And eight seconds left to go. We'll see what Auburn wants to do. Now Auburn's trying to get a timeout called and they will take it. Able to fit it in between the two, between the corner and the safety. Nation comes down with it. When in doubt, throw it to nine. Max Hammer with a deep ball completion. First down and goal from the, marking it right about the four yard line. As Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone, Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. It's not the best of throws. It's, it's not a bad throw,
1: necessarily. It's a little short of them. But Nation comes back and just reaches down at about his calves and makes the play falling down to the three-yard line. So, it's hopefully you, that gives Max Hammer
0: a little bit of confidence in saying, I can throw it up to my best receiver. And, He's gonna come down with it. Well the question now is for Auburn with eight seconds, do you do you throw a fade or do you do you put Henry in? You got two plays here, because most of your high school off plays from the three yard line are not going to take eight seconds. If you decide you want to throw the ball right here, you tell your uh you tell your quarterback if it's not there, you throw the ball out of the back of the end zone. Max Hammer's gonna get the opportunity as he he just made the good throw. He's made a couple of good decisions. On the nears on uh, on on the drive, as uh, that might be Auburn's longest play of the night, I would think so, Scott. It's definitely the longest pass play of the evening. I think it's a gain of, it's a pass of about thirty-five yards there for Auburn. Like Hammer,
1: like sorry, Scott. Like, I was just going to say, like you said, I would expect Auburn to try and get outside here. Maybe an
0: RPO, let Hammer run if he sees it. Well, Jag sees what Auburn lines oh, up yeah. in. And they'll call a timeout. We'll, we'll take this quick break with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 37 nothing. Tigers lead with eight seconds left to go here in the first half. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orth- Orthopedic Clinic.
10: AHS football on Wings four three, part of the Auburn Network
0: family of stations. Welcome back, and it's towards the end here of the Troy Bank and Trust second quarter. Tigers lead this one 37 to nothing. Let's see what Auburn High wants to do. Max Hammers had himself a good drive here. Two receivers to the right, tight end to the right as well. Flakes lines up next to him. Solar receiver is Ian Nation to the left. We'll see if Auburn wants to go just fade ball to Ian. if They want to hand the ball off. Hammer in the gun, has it, drops back, wants the whip to Nation. Into the end zone, Max Hammer with his first touchdown as an Auburn High School varsity Tigers. And it comes from three yards out to Ian Nation. 43 nothing. Tigers lead. And who else
1: would you expect it to go to? Ian
0: Nation from four yards out. It's about
1: 39 receiving yards on that drive in the last two plays. Boy, what a job by Max Hammer. He's able to step up in the pocket on that last throw, that 35-yarder, and hit Nation down the field, and then a good decision there to throw it to the end zone. Hopefully you're seeing a quarterback being built here.
0: Downs Magoo. On to attempt the PAT. That kick is up, and that kick is good. Three seconds left to go. We'll keep it here. Forty-four-nothing Tigers lead Jag here as we are right before halftime. As Auburn led twenty-one nothing at the end of the first quarter, and now they lead forty four to nothing. So three touchdowns in the first, three touchdowns in the second, mix in a safety. Auburn has taken advantage of a wounded Jag team and and they have not stepped off the gas. Yeah, they really have, and they've been able to
1: also work
0: on the passing
1: game a little bit here. I mean, you know, you've got uh, three different guys that have thrown passes today, nine completions already for the Tigers. You had a, a total of 14 passes, so about a 64% completion percentage among all the quarterbacks. Um, you know, you've got Henry Allen, who's hit all three of his passes, also has thrown for a touchdown. Run games look good as well, so Auburn has really dominated in most every facet tonight.
0: Towns Magoo will be here to kick off. Auburn leads this one again, 44 to nothing. And as Auburn starts to unload the bench, do not know when that's going to happen. We will try to get all those names to you that we can. How deep is this one going? <laughs> well, I the last 3 going this way have all been 8-9 plus. That one He he mishit it and only went five. (laughs) Hit it off the toe. Yeah. (laughs) Eight possessions for Jag as they have taken over at the 20, the 20, the 15, the 20, the 20, the 20, the 20, the 20. More possessions than yards for the Jags here. Well,
1: and and to that point on each drive tonight, Jags averaging negative two yards on each drive. Yeah, that's it's tough. You know, it, you we, know, c- credit the Auburn defense too, but at the same time, you're one-dimensional. It's it's well, tough to do anything.
0: Jag came in with the st- with it, 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 as big underdogs. You can take away your quarterback and then there you go and, and they're just going to take a knee and we'll go to halftime. Half. as Jack Auburn all over Jag 44 nothing your score here. At halftime, as we get info as far as any any run clock, I know the fourth quarter will probably be a running clock. What I do not know is if that is allowed to be the case in the third quarter. We come back on the other side of this break. We'll have the halftime report. 44-0, all Tigers all the time here in the capital city. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
11: Hey, guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Follow us right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs and come visit us on your next visit to the Plains or Eagle
5: is Lee County
14: Revenue Commissioner Oline Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices one in Auburn, one in Opelika and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30am until 4.30pm Central Time and 9am to 4.30pm Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve view
19: attention large property owners and adventure seekers if you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle check out the full lineup of landmaster utvs at university ace hardware with a tough steel frame four-wheel drive and strong suspension landmaster utvs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip tackling chores around your property or exploring new trails landmaster has a utv for you visit university ace hardware today and experience the ultimate utv and off-road performance ace
12: is the place with the helpful hardware folks September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
3: It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show.
1: All Tigers at the half, 44-0 Auburn on top of JAG High School. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. And with that, we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
3: Wings 94.3 is an Auburn network station, part of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika.
1: Time now for a look at your first half statistics. First for the Jag High Jaguars, not a whole lot of offense. In fact, a negative amount of offense for the Jaguars. Ty Anthony Elmore is one of one for two yards as a quarterback tonight. And then Tremaine Petway, the freshman, came off the bench, has thrown two passes, has not completed either of those yet on the rushing end of things. Well, it's just been a lot of negative plays for the Jaguars. Donovan Caldwell, 10 attempts, negative 20 yards. Jerome Johnson does have an attempt for nine yards. The only positive rush tonight for the Jaguars and finally Ty Anthony Elmore one carry four negative seven yards he's also lost a fumble Jerome Johnson also has lost a fumble as well as the Tigers have fallen on two fumbles in the end zone tonight for 14 total points Quantavius Rogers with a catch for two yards in that one once again negative 16 total yards for the jag high jaguars negative 18 rushing two passing yards tonight it has been all auburn and when we say all auburn it's more than usual it's been all auburn tonight the tigers have 191 total yards of offense 83 of those on the ground 81 through the air quarterbacks have actually been pretty good tonight for the tigers henry allen three of three for 26 yards and a touchdown Crawford Lawridge three of six for 25 yards. And then Max Hammer, three of five, 45 yards, and has his first passing touchdown as an Auburn High School Tiger. So two touchdowns through the air tonight for the Tigers. On the rushing end of things, Tyler Flakes, three attempts for 23 yards. That's about seven and a half yards per carry, a little over that. Omar Mabson with four carries for 30 yards tonight and a touchdown. Cheetah Webb does have a carry, but that one went backwards for negative six yards. And then finally, Henry Allen actually leading all rushers tonight. Five attempts for 36 yards. Does have two touchdowns, both of those from six yards out there in the first quarter. Those were back-to-back touchdowns on back-to-back drives. Leading receiver tonight for the Tigers is Ian Nation. Four catches for 51 yards and a touchdown to end the first half there. Cody Palmer does have a catch for 16 yards. Griffin McLean another catch for 10 yards. Tyler McKinnell, a touchdown grab in the second quarter from five yards out. And Omar Mabson does have a catch that went for negative one yards, all that totaling in 81 passing yards, 83 rushing yards, and 191 total yards for the Auburn high school offense. As we look elsewhere in the state, let's look around the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. Checking out the scores around Area 2. First, we'll start up the road, I-85. It's Central and Opelika. 14-3 Red Devils lead that one as they near halftime there in Phoenix City. As we look up in Area 2, Enterprise all over Smith Station, 24 to nothing. That one also taking place around the Phoenix City area in Smith Station. Smith Station unable to get any offense going in that one. Dothan and Prattville. This Dothan team, of course, Auburn went on the road last week, took care of the Wolves. 22-6, the Dothan Wolves lead that at the half. Went for two to start the game, as we've become very accustomed to with the Wolves in that one. And now we look outside of area two. We look in the Birmingham area. Thompson and Spain Park. Thompson all over Spain Park, 34 to nothing. Vestavia Hills also on top of Hoover, 17 to nothing. That one nearing halftime. As well. Looking elsewhere, we've got Daphne and Davidson down south, 35 14. Daphne on top of Davidson. You've got Chelsea over Oak Mountain as we speak, 14 7. And Then you've got 28 21 to score. Foley on top of Baker at the half down in Foley. And then number four in the state, Mary Montgomery, 10 7 on top of the Fairhope Pirates at halftime. That one being played in Fairhope. Rest of the state, not a whole lot of scores coming in yet. We'll try to get as many of them as we can. Looks like Centronell and Bryant no score in the second quarter down south. But with that, let's go ahead and look to tomorrow to some college football action before we get you a break. On the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard, Virginia and Maryland currently at play. Maryland on top of the Cavaliers, 21-14. Tulia two, one uh, 220 yards with one touchdown on the day. Army and UTSA Army on top 23 to 21 in the third quarter of that one. Just got an update by the way for Vestavia and Hoover. Looks like Vestavia Hills has taken a 20 to nothing lead as the time expired there in the second quarter and so Vestavia all over the Bucks tonight. Air Force and Utah State Air Force on top of Utah State 29 to nothing. Last night you had Memphis and Navy. Memphis took down the midshipmen, 28-24, to 24. they were able to stop Navy short of a first down to seal that one. And now we look ahead to tomorrow first. In the SEC, let's run down the list. LSU and Mississippi State, the 11 a.m. kickoff. Number 14, LSU heads, heads in to Davis-Wade Stadium. Hayland Daniels going to get the start at quarterback as he has the last few weeks for the LSU Tigers. What does that defense look like as they continue to move throughout the schedule? Kansas State and Missouri. At 11 a.m. on the SEC Network, number 15 Kansas State that is taking on Missouri. Actually just got an update here for the Enterprise-Smith Station game. We told you that was 24 to nothing at the half. Smith Station has actually scored, so that's now 24 to 7. Back to college football, South Carolina and Georgia. The CBS primetime game tomorrow in Athens. Georgia a 27-point favorite in that one. ABC at 2.30, it's Alabama traveling to Tampa, Florida to take on the Bulls of South Florida. Jalen Milroe leading the Alabama passing attack the past few weeks, but it'll be the Notre Dame transfer Tyler Buckner who will get the start tomorrow on ABC. On the SEC Network at 3 o'clock, it's Texas A&M and Louisiana Monroe at Kyle Field. Texas A&M, big favorites in that one. Tennessee and Florida, the 6 o'clock Game on ESPN down at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville. Graham Mertz, the leading passer for the Florida Gators, but the Tennessee offense has been fairly dynamic through the first two weeks. We'll see how it goes down in Gainesville. Vanderbilt and UNLV will get it started at 6 o'clock on CBS Sports Network tomorrow. That one all the way out in Las Vegas. Commodores looking to get their third win of the season. Georgia Tech and Ole Miss will go on in Oxford, Mississippi on the SEC Network at 630. Haynes King looking to lead the Yellow Jackets into Oxford and pick up a win. A little bit of a familiar ground for Haynes King there. BYU and Arkansas on ESPN2. That one a return trip by the BYU Cougars coming back to Razorback Stadium from last year, and then Akron and Kentucky on ESPNU at 6.30. But the big one in the SEC that most people will be uh, – will, will have their attention on tomorrow night, Samford and Auburn. The Bulldogs come to town for homecoming at Jordan-Hare Stadium At 6 o'clock, so get your tickets if you haven't already. And be sure to join us tomorrow at 2 o'clock when Uncle T-Bone and I go on for game day on Wings on Wings 94.3. That will be on this very station leading into the Tiger tailgate show that will lead into kickoff for Auburn and Samford. About 10 minutes left to go before we get underway in the second half. Once again, don't think we've received word yet if we're going to have a running clock in the third quarter. We know there's going to be one in the fourth quarter, but once again, Auburn on top, big in this one, 44 to nothing here inside Crampton Bowl. We'll go ahead and take a break and then come back and give you a couple more thoughts on the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com. And we'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
9: Inspired by the bold bison. Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SU SEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today.
3: The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3.
0: Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. 44-0, our score here, Auburn High School leads JAG as Auburn, uh, it started the first play of the game. Townsend Magoo kicked the ball out of the end zone, and then Jack fumbled the ins- the first snap of the game, and then Auburn recovered, and then Auburn punched it in from six yards out. One of three six-yard touchdown runs Auburn High School had in the first quarter. Henry Allen had two, Omar Mapson had the third, and that ended the scoring in the first quarter. In the second quarter, it was the first play of the second quarter to get the scoring going. Then, as Kayla Pitts recovered a fumble on a punt, Auburn then had a five yard touchdown pass from Henry Allen to Tyler McKinnell on a three on a third down and five. Auburn then got a safety on a punt and then a nice two yard touchdown pass from Max Hammer to Ian Nation that made the score 44 to nothing. And that is what our score is right now auburn came in as heavy favorites uh we did not know before we went on air but uh as soon as the first series happened i went in to to ask the defensive coaches next to us what's going on a quarterback they were like i don't know that's not the guy And, and we don't see even see him on the sidelines so auburn high school was able to take advantage of that and that's where we are out now with the 44 to nothing lead and it's a big one because you know you're what Dothan's doing to Prattville. That's a home game for Dothan. They've already dropped a home. There's been there's been a couple big games in the region so far. Auburn lost to Enterprise at home. That was a region kind of altering result. If Dothan hangs on, we'll see what happens with Prattville. But every time you get a road team, a team on the road winning, that's a region altering. Um, Result, and the teams that I'm talking about, I I apologize to Jag, Percy Julian, and Smith Station, although Smith Station did have something to say about who made the playoffs last year. Auburn Central, Dothan, Enterprise, Prattville, Opelika, are the six teams fighting for four spots. When one of those six teams goes on the road and knocks off one of those other six teams, it's a region-standing, altering result. Auburn's been involved with two of them. Lost at home to Enterprise Dothan, got and then got Dothan last week on the road. Opalike is putting up a fight against Central. Dothan's looking like they're holding ground against Prattville uh, at home. So those are your four teams. Auburn here tonight playing uh, somebody else. Not really in that one. Same thing with Enterprise. Enterprise doing what they need to do. So when we when you start trying to figure out who the heck is going to make the playoffs. It it really it, – it, the thought was Central's going to be in. If they lose tonight, that can – you know, now all of a sudden it, it gets brought back. Central had an, a region standing, altering win a week ago at Enterprise. It's just there's a lot of things that when you have so many teams that can make the playoffs, all these results start fitting together differently. I think what everybody wants to avoid is having a, a, a random – non-region game win-loss record being the tiebreaker that sends somebody to the playoffs. So we'll keep an eye on all of that as the year goes on. But right now Auburn doing what they need to do here tonight. We talked to Coach Etheridge, and he said, hey, we need to go out there and take advantage of it and, you know, play well early. Auburn, you know, against Hoover didn't play bad early, didn't play well early. Against Enterprise they played poor early. Against Dothan they played okay to, to good. They played very, about as well as you can here tonight. I do think even if it's a running clock, you're going to see Auburn try to throw the ball. Got to figure out Max Hammer had a really good stretch there. So we'll see what Auburn wants to do in the second half. We'll find out quickly as Auburn High School will get the ball to start the second half. And we'll go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back. This You are listening to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, and this is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
8: Come in on the Car Stereo
15: Shop. Hey, you Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn with great news. We have not closed our doors. We move to 1823 Opelika Road, right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. We are still selling the best products at the best prices and backing them with the best warranties. We are just in a bigger, better facility to better serve our customers. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road, right behind CTU.
10: It's time to stop dealing with unreliable
17: network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity plus reliable support that's always on call.
7: ABS of Auburn, how may we help you?
17: Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today.
3: This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic halftime show. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings ninety four three.
0: Welcome back to the capital city, as the Tigers are on the field warming up. Along as as is Johnson Abernathy Greats Heights School, the Jag Jaguars. Tigers lead this one by a score of 44 to nothing, and we're about three minutes away from action here. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report as Auburn will get the ball to receive, and we'll see what the situation is when we come back as Auburn all over the Jags, 44 to nothing. We'll be back here for the second half. You're listening to the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
19: attention large property owners and adventure seekers if you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle check out the full lineup of landmaster utvs at university ace hardware with a tough steel frame four-wheel drive and strong suspension landmaster utvs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip tackling chores around your property or exploring new trails landmaster has a utv for you visit university ace hardware today and experience the ultimate utv and off-road performance
12: ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure
3: let's get back to the action it's time to kick off the second half of auburn high football on wings ninety-four-three. presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by gouge performing arts center
0: about ready for action here in the capital city Scott bagwell here joined by jack Hutton, and sam boyd back in the auburn network studios as auburn you know did everything that that you could have asked for you know there's some interesting storylines if you're from the state of alabama hoover down 20 to nothing to vestavia in a game that if they lose probably for the first time since 2000 hoover's going to drop out of the top 10 and as they start the year, one and three.
1: And in serious danger of missing playoffs.
0: Yeah. Now you start looking at region three. Thompson, uh, Vestavia, or one, two. Hewitt, not far behind. And then it's, it's, it's a toss-up there. Uh, Tuscaloosa County taking on the chin tonight against Hewitt. Um, and then you have Spain Park, who Hoover has already beat. I feel like there's another team in there besides Hoover. Um, in the in that area, that yeah, I am you're forgetting. looking
1: at Chelsea
0: or Oak Mountain. Yeah, who not, are not going to no, be competitive, no, and not. so those are no. the only. So Hoover still is looking at making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it means that they can't lose. Like they're going to have to win all those other games, um, uh, for the Bucks to make the playoffs. And the, I think the last time they didn't host one was back in the Rush Probes got caught era, yeah. and then still almost played for a state title <laughs> that year. <laughs> Tigers will send three people back, Cheetah, Josh Askew, and Daryl Gibbs, and it's a squib kick, and Auburn High School jumps on it. And Auburn High will have it at the 40-yard line for the first time here in the third quarter. I don't know
1: if you caught the same thing. It it almost looked like... They might he might missed he was it. I was tempted it, well. It was attempting. It was an onside kick. It looked like because the whole line kind of crashed one way and then it just kind of looking hey, at
0: the returners. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Crawford Lothridge will be the quarterback. Standing next to him is Omar Mapson. Crawford claps the hands and now they'll look over to the sideline. Get the call from Auburn High School. Singar from the Auburn High School staff. Single receiver to the left with a tight end. Two receivers to the left to the right now. Under 10 seconds left to go on the play clock. Crawford looks through the band one more time. Claps and has it, drops back, almost fumbles the snap. Now wants to have, looking for his brother, throws it over his head incomplete. Some new players on the field for Auburn High School. Uh, Antonio Welch getting some rep as well on the outside. It is Joshua Askew. A couple of new receivers out there. Second down and 10 clock is stopped. I do think we will see a running clock in the fourth, but I do not. But it looks like here in the third it will not be the case.
1: Last play, lowford looked like he just kind of led his brother a little bit too far and not
0: sure he really had him. He was just kind of throwing it up. Lofridge in the gun, rolls out to the left, and does not set his feet, but finds Antonio. Antonio down the sideline into the open field, 30, 25, 20. Can he win the foot race? No. Knocked out of bounds. Down at about the six-yard line, Crawford able to get – Crawford able to square the shoulders and get the ball to him. Not necessarily set his feet, but still is able to flip the hips and get the ball where he needed to. First down yardage, and that moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse, and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And,
1: Scott, I'll take the blame on that. When I call touchdown at about the 40-yard line, and, boy, that's a nice play by the Jag defender running him down. But Welch able to get all the way down there. Nice throw by Crawford Lawridge to get it to him and let his receiver make a play.
0: 54 yards on the catch and run, and now Auburn takes over first and goal at the six. Auburn High with three six-yard touchdown scores on the night. Can they make it four? Ammons gets the ball, runs hard. And he will be tackled short of the line, or short of the goal line. He will get to the five. They'll mark him at the five. Gain of one on the play for Mikkel Emmons. And what's so good
1: about that last play getting down there is that you, you hit an open receiver, but it's a pretty difficult throw across the field, and the receiver turns it upfield and is able to get you good yards. That's got to be a confidence booster for not only Loffridge but the rest of this offense.
0: Mark Basil in the game as you're end. in. Jet sweep to ask you, ask you trying to get outside, and he will lays out. Is he in or is he out? He will be just short on the pop pass. Gain a four on the play. Third down and goal from the one coming.
1: Nice play call. Thought he was going to be able to get to the pylon there. Askew stopped just a little bit short. See if Auburn just kind of runs this right up the middle and in.
0: Basil goes on to attach to be the uh, tight end to the left. Hello, three people come flying through. On the backer blitz, it's going to be short of of the line to gain on third down and goal from the one. We'll see what the call is here on fourth down and probably two.
1: I think I'm, I'm, I'm working on my RPO game down here on the goal line,
17: trying to give my quarterback
1: a chance to roll out, seeing what he's got in the back of the end zone, and if not, tuck it and run.
0: Auburn High School sends in. Number 84, Ryan Birchfield. He's a tight end set. Inside handoff to Ammons. Ammons going to be hit and tackled short of the goal line and will lose yardage back to the five, and Auburn High School will have a turnover on downs inside the red zone.
1: Obviously, Auburn not really looking to to be really aggressive getting to the end zone, just trying to see if they can – Can jam it in up the middle there. Here comes Jag High School out there, going to take over about 95 yards to go, see if the Auburn defense can turn it up again, get them a stop here and get it back to the offense.
0: Auburn High will send their first-team defense out there. D-line out there, Washington, Crawford, White with Pitts. Pete Davis at one corner, Jackson Mills, Davis Smith, Oh, the safeties, Mike Gunn, your other corner. Williams Witcher and Wyatt Trexler are your linebackers as Jag will take over at their own five, their Wurstfield position of the night here. Snap and it's uh looking to be a rollout. Tigers almost get him. I think he's I think he got out. I think the quarterback they were looking for a rollout. It's gonna be a loss of four on the play. It's gonna be second down. And 14 from their own one-yard line are the Jags. Trying to run left
1: there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he did get out of the end zone. I guess they're saying there was a f- they, he fumbled as he got out. I guess. I, I don't know. Jag, I thought he was down. I think Jag
0: was able to jump on it. Second down and long. Ball just outside of the goal line wide snap inside handoff Crawford along with Pitts and White are there to make the stop no safety on the play he got out easily It will bring up a third down and 14
1: oh and there's just again there's nothing there for this Jag offense I mean they're running up the middle and Albert still got their first team guys in there to be honest not really not really sure when you when you take those guys out but of course Deuce White up the middle along when, with with uh,
0: Crawford when when Defensive coordinator Scott Goolsby says so. 7.50 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead 44-0. Yes, he wants to work on something. He wants to work on the standard. It's a quick punt. It's a a punt on third down as Auburn will take over at the 30-yard line. And so it will be Auburn's ball first down at the 30.
1: I think Tremaine Petway may have thought that was a pass when he turned his head back. He caught it kind of like a
4: pass. That, yeah, but down. Petway's
0: a quarterback. That was the receiver that caught it. It was 11, I thought. I'm confused. Well, number 11 out here. Confusion is me.
1: <laughs> he looked over his shoulder, caught it like a pass, got up, and was was pretty excited. I think he, think he, he may go. have thought was it was a pass too.
0: <laughs> Auburn takes over at the 30-yard line going in. Hammer at quarterback. And he'll run a little bubble to Askew. Askew looking for a block from Basil as Basil will get in the way and Askew, quick on his feet, get about five, maybe six on the play. Clock will run 6.24 left to go here. Botterford, Clem Womack, Tristan Pitt not Trenton Pista, or Tr- Trenton Pritchett will be your right tackle. He's into the game. Platt moves inside. Well done by Josh Askew there. He's got some wiggle in him as he gets around the left side. Be a good one to watch in the next few years. Hammer in the gun. Charlie Ward in the game as well, and as your outside receiver. Claps the hands inside. Give and it's the bubble once again. And Auburn, I able to make Auburn High rather able to make a positive out of it on second and four, pick up about two, maybe three. And I believe we'll have our heat timeout right here. Five forty-two left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead forty-four to nothing. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
14: From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Online at AuburnBank.com.
3: Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football, Wings 94-3.
0: Tigers on third down and two go pop pass to Antonio Welch. And the reason why teams are starting to do that, Auburn drops it. It's not a fumble. It's an incomplete pass, fourth down coming up. Auburn's run that one a good bit tonight. And that is the good thing about
1: that. A drop is just an incomplete pass then. See what Auburn does on
0: fourth and short. Do they stick to the run game? Ammons in the gun next to Hammer. Here comes Cheetah in motion. He'll get the pot pass looking for somewhere to go. He tries to cut it up a little bit too early, and he's going to lose yardage back to the 25-yard line. Tigers will turn it over on downs once again.
1: That's the one knock on Cheetah. You you love his athleticism, and you love his – his want to to get outside and, and to turn something up, but just not quite all the way there on where to cut it up. Tends to run a little bit too far west to east to west sometimes, so um, want to see
0: Cheetah just start to kind of cut that up more and, and, and get north earlier. Let's see what Auburn, who Auburn sends out there. Looks like we got some new bodies, so we'll get those names to you as we start to identify them. Jag in the gun with their... Freshman quarterback, Petway, He'll have it, and it's an outside zone. Give positive yards slipping down across the line of scrimmage. Gain of one on the play. There's a flag, a late flag that comes in.
4: Let's see. It uh, is, is
0: Webb in there. We'll see what the call is. Michael Foster into the game at DN, Amias Greathouse as well. Ashton White stays in the game. After the game, per, or after the play personal foul, Jeff Davis. After the play personal foul on Auburn, they will offset. Down will count, second down and 10, maybe 9 coming up. Kyle King into the game as well at the defensive line. Andrew Hahn, Jace Williams, and Jackson Laverne are your linebackers. Amari Brown at one corner spot. Demir Garrett at your other corner spots. Isaac Bedford is one safety, and then Cheetah Webb is your other safety. Second down and about nine coming for Jag. As – I'm not sure who moved there. D-line and offensive lineman both moved. Looks like Kyle King may have jumped in the neutral zone there. They'll call it a false start. Yeah. 3.35 left to go here as as we are not in the running clock, but we are in the running clock. Uh, The officials are not going out of their way to stop this thing. Second down and about 14 coming. Quick snap inside give, and that's going to be a false start as as not everybody was set. We'll have another penalty here just getting painful for Jag. It got painful a long time ago in this one, but he's starting to mount he up. He says it got it, painful. The first play was a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn scored without receiving the ball 16 seconds into the game. Yep. Been painful for most of the night for the Jaguars. They will huddle here, trying to figure out what exactly they want to do. There's 10 seconds left to go on the play clock as they are just now sending in their quarterback. I don't know if they're going to be able to get out of the huddle, set, and go here. Zeros. And the flag was very late coming out. A of a nonchalant toss there by the back it. Of was it was trying to give them the benefit of the <laughs> doubt. It was... Zeros, one, two, three, flag. Clock will roll once again. We're already down to the two-minute mark here in the third quarter. Bedway has it, drops back. We're trying to get out of some pressure. Breaks a couple of arm tackles. Auburn finally able to come up with a sack. There is a flag on the play. Of course there is.
1: Good athleticism by Petway to get out of a sack
0: momentarily. Oh, he looks like he may be down now. That's even worse. There is no flag on the play, so it's going to be third down and long distance. Clock is stopped as it is Petway. That's, that's not what this Jag team needs. We'll take this timeout and be back in 30 seconds. Tigers lead 44 0 late in the third quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
8: Come in and get it out of your system. The
15: Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we are still in Auburn. Right behind CTU, our new address is 1823 Opalaka Road. Turn in between Badcock Furniture and CTU, and you will be looking at us. Newer, bigger, better location, but the same great customer service. Come see us at 1823 Opalaka Road or call us at 887-8422. The
3: Eagles, Def Leppard,
15: and the Tigers
3: play here. Wings ninety-four-three.
0: On third down and twenty-eight, Jag just runs an inside handoff, and they gain a yard. And Auburn will make the stop. And it'll be punting time with one twenty left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers all over. Jag forty-four nothing.
1: good night for the Tigers, as anticlimactic as it has been. Nothing really happened in the third quarter here. And it looks like we're going to kind of go into that de facto running clock, as you mentioned there, Scott.
0: And there's a Auburn block. Auburn blocked the punt. <laughs> Kyle King got it, but now oh, the as slipping on it was – Slipping was the punter, and it will be a second safety of the night here for Auburn. Kyle King
1: getting back there to block the punt.
0: Nice job on the
1: bull rush, get back there with the punter, and uh, just able to get his body on it. The ball goes down. Jack kind of has to fall on that one over. Tried to run it out there, but Auburn does a good job of containing, able to get the safety
0: pouring it on are the Auburn
1: Tigers tonight
0: Scott yeah 46 nothing Tigers lead and, and you know you run your offense you score a, whatever that one Kyle decide it, it, playing the game uh, he you know he won inside I don't think that 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 Jag anticipated any type of a rush there and Auburn got the block punt so second safety of the uh Knights and now more so Jack's going to have to kick with the guy that's been kicking out hurt as well. In case you were wondering as he's coming back in. Good for him. Glad he's able to. Hoover's in trouble or or danger of losing to Vestavia. They have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straights. And 15 of 16. And, I mean, the more you go down, it's more and more you just go. It's been a dominant, dominant stretch by Hoover over Vestavia and their crosstown rivals. As that one ended up being topped, and Auburn will take over at the 30, 31, 32, 33-yard line with 43 seconds left to go here.
1: Quick look at the Frank Franklin and auto scoreboard. Brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin. East University Drive in Auburn. Dothan and Prattville. Dothan on top of the Lions, 22-12 now in the third quarter. That was 22-6 at the half. Prattville looks like they scored a touchdown, unable to convert the two to try and cut it to eight. Baker and Foley. Also, Baker has taken the lead over Foley in the third quarter. Central and Opelika, still 14-10. Central Red Devils in the third quarter on top of the Dogs.
0: Lothridge has it. He's going to run it inside, handoff. Crawford Lothridge gives it to Mikael Ammons. Gain of about four on the play. Actually, the Tech of about three on the play. Second down and seven coming. It might be the last play of the third quarter here.
1: I think that's right. A lot of hands on hips and standing around for the blue and white. I think that's good at this point. Now you're kind of focused, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody on either side, run the clock, get out of here.
0: That'll be the end of the third quarter, 46 nothing. Tigers hit a double down the line for two points here in the third quarter, and Auburn leads 46 nothing going into the fourth and final quarter. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
8: Four Seasons Federal Credit
11: Looking to earn more for your money? Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you with two local branches and over 5,500 co-op share branches worldwide. This promotion is for new deposits only with $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details.
3: Your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings ninety four three.
0: Inside handoff from Lothridge to Ammons. Ammons tries to bounce it outside. Stiff arm one guy, gets across the 25, close to the 20-yard line. See, close to first down yardage, and they'll give it to him on second down and seven. Pick up an eight for Ammons. First down and 10 Tigers. Tough run there by Ammons. He gets out on the left side, gives the defender a stiff
1: arm, actually shugs one defender off of him, able to pick up first down yardage. That's a nice run by
0: Michael Ammons. Matthew Givens in the game at left tackle. Tucker Albin as well. Pritchett stays in the game. Give to Ammons. Once again, he bounces it off, breaks one tackle, and they will finally be forced back as Auburn, with that play, moves inside the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse, and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. I want to give a shout-out to the Auburn High School flag football team. Went on the road in area play to Smith Station this week. Got a big victory over the Panthers to improve to 3-0 on the year as the Lady Tigers will be back at home 5.30 at Duck Sanford Stadium against Opelika, your defending state champions in flag football. Congratulations to Coach Link and all of the staff there and uh, the players as well for a fantastic start to the season. Lotharich stays in the gun. He'll send over his tight end in motion, handoff to Ammons. Ammons gets wrapped up and will be driven backwards. Staying in, or still in the games, Carter Robinson on the interior O-line. Caden Neighbors as well. Checking into the game is number 69, Jaden spinks Eccles. Grayson Vandenberg into the game at receiver along with Justice Waugh. Jay Alexander. And Ryan Birchfield as well into the game. Here comes motion inside. Give for no. It was kept and then flipped out to Alexander. Ale- Jay Alexander lowers his head, runs over the defensive back across the ten-yard line. First down yardage on the on the on third down and four hello don't tell jay to alexander it's a 46 point game
1: boy what a hit by alexander just puts his shoulder right in to the jag defender and he's able to fall across
0: for first down yardage a little orbit motion i thought they were going to hand the ball off but crawford decides to pull it and throw it to jay and alexander lowers his head and picks up big yardage, and first down yardage auburn inside the 10 goal to go Crawford inside handoff and Auburn not able to seal the inside or the outside. It's going to be a loss back to the ten. Loss of three on the play. Second down and goal from the ten.
1: Boy, what a highlight from Jay Alexander! Just takes a little pitch out of the back of the back of the backfield, runs over the safety, gets first down yardage. That one didn't. That run play didn't look like it really had a chance from the get go. Kind of
0: some confusion between Loffridge and Ammons. Auburn taking their time here. Still plenty of time on the play clock. Twenty-four seconds after this play, we'll get you a legal ID. Auburn r- kind of rolls over to the sideline to get the signal. Auburn trying to make sure everybody is on and legal. Little motion. Ammons tries to bounce it outside, and he'll run into a defensive back and get knocked backwards. Gain of a couple on the play. Eight minutes and counting left to go here. We'll take this 10-second break for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part
3: of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD. Waverly, Auburn Opelika.
0: Scott Bagwell joined here by Jack Hudden in the Crampton Bowl in the Capital City here in Montgomery, Alabama. Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network Studios. Third down and goal from the seven here for the Tigers. Lothridge in the gun. Here comes motion. It's going to be inside handoff to Cheetah, and Auburn cannot pick up a block, and it's going to be a no gain on the play. Second, Third, third down and ten turns into fourth down and ten here for the Tigers.
1: Yeah, got to think Tigers will keep the offense on yeah. the field here.
0: You kick, you kick the ball here, it's running it up. Yeah. If you score here running, you know, basic inside zone or whatever, you know, that is what it is. Yep. A lot of guys getting some
1: time in, though, for Tigers tonight. That's good for your future development. Also really good to see Auburn threw the ball around when they went up big there. Hopefully you're buying some
0: confidence for your players. Tigers in the gun, and they hand it off to Ivy Foster, and Ivy Foster will be run out of bounds, and that will do it as the Tigers, on three possessions here in the second half, have turned the ball over on downs three times.
1: Maybe not quite the same sense of urgency that you had on the first few drives, but definitely something that you'd like to see Auburn continue to control the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You start I mean you look at your starters. The only one luckily for Auburn looking forward on your on your offensive line, you gotta replace your center. That is it. Or your center and your your right guard. You got a lot returning there. Um, you know, you got Jackson will be back next year, you got Omar at back. Um, you'll have to find some answers out wide, some school guys are back and then defensively and timeout will be called by Jack. We'll take this with him. 6.35 left to go here in the fourth quarter. 46 nothing Tigers lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
12: September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Ovalaika. Look for the Life Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
3: AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations.
0: Give off the left edge, and Auburn does a great job of surrounding the ball carrier. No gain on the play. If it is, it was very short, and they will end up giving him a yard. See if we can give you some – we just got a timeout. We'll get a heat timeout. We'll go ahead and take this one with them. 5.16 left to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
18: My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the Orthopedic Clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com
3: and schedule your appointment today. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94.3.
0: Five sixteen left to go here, as the clock will continue to run. Let's try to get some names that are on the uh, field as trying to. Petway tries to get outside. Auburn High School does a good job of setting the edge, getting in there and making the play. A couple different Auburn High School players I see in there: Cameron Creighton in there wearing number 93 at defensive end, Owen Murphy as well. Micah Bowerstock at defense at defensive end. Tigers trying to get set up on defense. Petway will have it. Will drop back, rolls out, and jump pass incomplete. Adding pressure there was number was number 31 from the linebacking spot. Micah Anderson, a junior.
1: Nice pursuit by Anderson back in the end zone.
0: Linden battled to carry his pain in there, as well. On the defensive line.
1: Now for Jag, they send on the punt unit. Just this one, kind of mercilessly ticking by.
0: I'll have to punt it away to Auburn yeah. once again. Jason Hall in the game. High punt will be hit at the 35, and we'll roll with 3.30 left to go here. Auburn will let it roll as as long as everybody wants to. John Cade Wilson into the game as well at DB, as well as B.J. McGee. Tigers getting to play a bunch of people. They were able to play a good number of people against Hoover. Now doing it again here. After two straight one-point uh, games, that will not be the case here tonight.
1: Yeah, and it's good for you. I mean, it's good to kind of get a, a little bit of a rest, and you do get to, like we have said a bunch tonight, you do get some reps for this offense. You get, and now we've got a, another quarterback going into the game, but you get reps for guys who don't have this very often. That's very valuable in the
0: coming games and in the coming years. Jackson Dooley into the game at quarterback, as well as number 37, Mike McCall. Ben Walker, sophomore, into the game at receiver. Trying to see which receiver out there on the far side. I think it is 36, Noah Donald into the game for the Tigers Dooley takes a snap handoff to McCall McCall bounces it outside trying to get to the edge and he will first down yardage He will be knocked out of bounds And he will be marked at about the 27 yard line gain of 15 on the play Now Auburn will do as much as they can to let this clock roll.
1: Some more action on the Franklin Tire and
0: Auto scoreboard. Scott,
1: Dothan scores again, 29-12. That one in Dothan against Prattville. That in the third quarter, that one about to go fourth.
0: Now some of the offensive linemen who put their hands down a little bit too early are going to have to sit there with their hand in the dirt. Inside give to Cheetah. Webb's going to lose three or four on the play. McCall will come in now. A tough awesome. night for Cheetah, getting anything going. Yeah, uh, he he's he's done some positive things, but also on just the basic run, not really anything. There, Jackson Hamby was into the game there for the Tigers. Cameron Moore checks in as well at receiver. As assistant coach Drew Bagwell, making sure that Moore has the play to come in and tell the offense.
1: That name sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. He's an okay guy, I guess. If you're confused, that's my brother, by the way. <laughs> Give to McCall up the middle, gets hit and tackled. Actually, no, he's going to break a couple of tackles and get past the original line to gain to the 25-yard line. That's going to bring up a third down and about eight with a minute and a half left to go here. I like McCall running hard.
1: Minute and a half left, you're up by 46. I'll tell him that he's put his head down a
0: couple times now and is able to finish the run. Ivy will check into the game now. Offensive lineman and Carter Robinson, I see into the game. Quinn Eccles, Eccles, I believe I saw in there as well. Wyatt Edmondson checks in. Dooley hands off to Foster. Ivy trying to get outside, gets to the twenty, the fifteen. We'll get a run out of bounds there. And to the 10-yard line, he'll pick up third down and eight. First third down conversion for a little bit for the Tigers here. First down and goal, and with the Tigers with 40 seconds left to go. Uh, I believe from here it'll be take a knee and call it a ball game. Actually, what what they do, smart job there by the officials. They reset the game clock or the play clock to 40 seconds, and then they let it roll. Auburn High School will not have to take a snap, and that should do it here tonight. Well, good job
1: by the Tigers coming on the road. and Well, like we talked about, they got out to a fast start and really just put the hammer down early. Jag really didn't have a shot in this one uh, when your quarterback goes out and when Auburn goes up by 21 there in the first quarter. Just well done by
0: Auburn to step on it early and uh, nothing after that. That'll do it. 46 to nothing, your final score. We'll be back in a couple of minutes with the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
14: From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Online at auburnbank.com.
9: Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today
16: hi football fans glenn smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football we love that glenn smith can play a part in supporting high school sports we salute the team coaches band the cheerleaders and of course the families and fans we are proud to be your chevrolet and gmc dealer for east alabama and west georgia online 24 7 at glennsmith.com glenn smith chevrolet gmc in opelika get ready to smile
3: Now back to the stadium for the Southern Union postgame Show, recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings
1: 94-3. Tigers a winner tonight in Crampton Bowl over Jag, 46-0. They use a 44-0 first half to jump way out ahead and coast the rest of the way. Once again, Tigers win at 46-0 over Jag, and welcome to the Southern Union State Community College postgame show presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu. Once again, the Auburn Tigers a winner tonight here in Crampton Bowl. Let's go ahead and give you the post-game numbers, a couple of statistics on the night for the Tigers and Jag. It was all Auburn, and it was all Auburn all the time, as you heard Scott Bagwell most eloquently say a couple of times there in the first half total yardage, negative 16 for the Jag Jaguars tonight. The Auburn defense holds the Jaguars to negative yardage in rushing, only two yards in passing on the night, the leading rusher for them, Jerome Johnson, three carries for 11 yards. did have a fumble loss though. It was a night full of special teams errors for the Jags. It was a night full of Auburn defense just being the Auburn defense. For the Tigers on the other hand, 312 total yards. He had 133 rushing and 133 passing. And uh, I think a couple of extra yards here that uh, wasn't adding up, but all in all 312 yards for the Auburn Tiger offense. Allen, three of three with a touchdown, 26 yards. You had Max Hammer come down there in the second half. He was six for 42 yards and a touchdown. Another big thing on the night, Scott, I think you'll agree with me here. No turnovers for this Auburn High School offense. Always a good thing to see. You're leading rusher on the evening it's like it was Henry Allen. Allen, five carries, 36 yards, two touchdowns. You also had Tyler Floyd a couple of carries for 23 yards. Omar Mapson had four for 30. You also had Ivy Foster and Mike McCall done the action, two carries apiece, over 15 yards apiece. And then your leading receiver on the night, Ian Nation, just for 51 yards and a touchdown. Once again, your winner, Auburn over Jag tonight, 46. We'll be right back to the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. To give you the final thoughts and wrap things up, we'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
12: September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure
19: attention large property owners and adventure seekers if you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle check out the full lineup of landmaster utvs at university ace hardware with a tough steel frame four-wheel drive and strong suspension landmaster utvs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip tackling chores around your property or exploring new trails landmaster has a utv for you visit university ace hardware today and experience the ultimate utv and off-road performance ace is
8: the place with the helpful hardware
5: folks Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today.
3: The Post Game Show continues, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College on your Auburn High football station, Wings ninety-four-three.
0: This is the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show, presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. It blazes your path. Visit suscc.edu for more sky will here jack hudden helping uh basically help us get broken down as one of the things that happens when we get set up here is we're kind of right next to um the the coaches so when they start breaking down it creates a whole lot of noise around us so we're trying to make sure to keep that off air Auburn shows up. They play well early, and they're able to go into cruise control late. Get a bunch of people in, as uh, the JV players who got to play at the end of the game also played earlier this week down on Friday uh, in in Enterprise. So some people got a double dip this week. But Auburn High School wins this one, 46 to nothing, as uh, as Auburn gets. Um, it's basically everything they could have hoped for and then some with uh, the, the way that tonight played out. Now let's take one final look at the Franklin Tyron Auto scoreboard. Franklin Tyron Auto friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn. As uh, basically the story right now uh, is uh, Vestavia all over Hoover, uh, 35 or – They're down by as many points as they've been since 1998, down 27 to Vestavia. They had won 15 out of 16 in that one. Lee Scott trails Glenwood 35 to 24 in uh, that big battle of number one versus number two. What I'm trying to find here, and Jack, if you see it, you can let me know. Last score I see is 22 to 12 Dothan over Prattville. That is a Dothan. Uh, that game is at Dothan. Dothan needed to, and hello, goodness gracious, 19 straight points as that game's in the fourth quarter. 43, 12 Dothan all over Prattville. Big win there. Big win for Enterprise over Smith Station. I think the one that we all kind of want to have a grasp on what's going on is Opelike against Hoover, that – or Opelike against Central, rather. That game's in the fourth quarter. Still a a one-score game. 14-10 14-10 to 10 Central leads Opelika. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that was kind of a revenge game for Central, and that might be kind of a buzzsaw for the Opelika Bulldogs. Give that team all the credit in the world to go into that very tough place to play. It is a one-score game heading into the fourth quarter there. Tip of the hat there to the Bulldogs and see if they can pull off the upsets um, as they are trying to, uh, to, to win back-to-back games against the Central Red Devils for the first time. In a while, but our story here: the Tigers able to take uh, take over and run away from Jack, 46 to nothing, the final. And uh, and and Auburn now gets to go into it's homecoming tomorrow at Auburn University. It's homecoming next week for Auburn uh, against uh, against Percy Julian.
1: Yeah, that's right. A couple of homecomings here back to back. You know, I think going back to that Central Opelika game, be interesting to see the final result of that. We'll probably get on our way home, but uh, that has the potential to kind of upset a couple of things that we thought were going to happen in the region. Yeah, this no, year.
0: that changes everything. If Opelika goes on the road to knock off Central, that puts them directly in the driver's seat. Now it did last year as well, and then they had to they they then dropped a big game to Prattville. But that game next now, which is next week, would be at home. It, it just changes everything up. and also gives that Auburn high school team life if that school is a score because now all of a sudden everything starts to happen. Uh, we found last year that some weird things can happen throughout the uh, the year as as these scores start to roll in. So we'll see what happens in Phoenix City as uh, Opelika and Phoenix City have played a four-quarter game. And um, just like they did last year when the uh, Bulldogs were able to pull off the upset at the end of the game, they're trying to do the same thing here this year. Auburn, no upset to worry about here in this one. They lead early. They lead often, 46 to nothing, as uh, that will do it here tonight. Also, make sure you keep your dial tuned to Wings 94.3 so you don't miss tomorrow's action as Auburn University will play Sanford in homecoming. Coverage starts with game day on Wings at what time? Two o'clock, four hours
1: before kickoff. Uncle T-Bone and I will get things started in the Wings 94.3 studio. Love to have you along with us.
0: And also make sure you, you tune in to ESPN's 106.7 On the Line with Jacob Goins every Thursday at 3 p.m. on Game Weeks to hear from to hear head coach Keith Etheridge preview the next game and also review the previous game that just happened. Should be nothing but good times and good vibes on On the Line on Thursday night this week that'll do it for for us here tonight 46 to nothing tigers roll over jag and they get to go back to the duck next friday against percy julian to try to go to four and one and three and one in area play and take a step and take that next step closer to playoff football for sam boyd back in the auburn network studio for my broadcast partner jack hutton i'm scott bagwell until next time have a good night and go tigers
3: auburn high football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by The Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire & Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank & Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.